Welcome to PowerPlay. I'm Caitlin Bruder, but in Port Ruby, I'm Benny Beckett. What you're about to hear is the audio from our Twitch stream. If you'd like to watch the show, it's live on Sundays at 5 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash qtimes, or you can catch up with our archives on YouTube. For more information, follow us on Twitter at PowerPlayRPG. Hello, and uh, welcome to PowerPlay. Um, the second episode of season four. We're, we're deep into this thing now. Um, and uh, yeah, super excited to be back. Sunday is, you know, kind of my favorite day of the week because um, I get to spend it with these amazing people right here. Um, uh, like uh, uh, Caitlin Bruder, our Benny Beckett, and uh, Omar Najam, our Beyond Vigor, and uh, B. Zelda, our Ulez Galli, and Sam Delev, our Cadrax Eversinger. It's got their whole name there on the uh, overlay now. Finally, we, we got around to that. Um, and uh, yeah, hi, everybody. And uh, so I'm going to start out as usual, throw some special thanks to Jake and Lauren and our incredible, amazing mods. And everybody at Q Times, uh, if you didn't do what you do, we couldn't do what we do, and uh, we are super grateful. Uh, so thank you. And uh, to you know, to that end, your subs and your bits help support Q Times and, and keep this whole platform chugging along. Uh, so so we we can make this show, and they can make all all the other cool stuff that goes on here. Um, and your donations to the tip jar uh, is our, our kind of feed the cast fund. Um, uh, goes to the people you see on screen. Um, and uh, as usual, we've got some rewards. Here's how they work. If we get to $50 tonight, the team gets a point of community determination, as always. Um, they can use it right now. It's, I think there's only three points of determination between all four characters, so determination going at a premium. Um, and if we get to $150, uh, the mysterious benefactor. In-game, our team has a mysterious benefactor who sends them useful gifts. Uh, outside the game, we know that that mysterious benefactor is you, the chat. And uh, trying something new tonight, um, the chat, uh, you can provide the team with a one-day gym pass, which is good for plus one to any physical attribute not to exceed six. So your strength your coordination or your uh, prowess, yes, B? Um, okay, Ulez might break if they lift weights. What like, what if they do a bunch of learning with like Pete? Resistance bands, yo. We got this. <laughs> no, no, th this week it's gotta be a physical attribute. So okay. um, it's like, you, you, you know, you can, you can think of a, a more character appropriate way for Ulez to do their exercises. Um, uh, than, than Circuit just, like, training. Iron. It could also be, it could be like to your- Right, like it could be to your prowess. So, like you know, you can get you know maybe Pete can give you a book on fighting or something like that. Oh! that can just, you know, um, but yeah, it's got to be your prowess, your coordination, your or your strength, not to exceed six. Okay. Um, and uh, if we get to two hundred and fifty dollars, it is the after credits lore drop, uh, a revealing glimpse of some important but previously unseen part of our story or universe. And uh, you can always see these tiers in chat with the command unlocks. And if you can't support us by donating, uh, you can help us out by liking and commenting on our YouTube videos. Those likes help the algorithm, or so I am told, and uh, we really appreciate that stuff. Um, and uh, sharing our tweets and things like that, which we all really appreciate, and the incredible fan art and, and, and stuff. Uh, we, we just, we love that stuff. And uh, yeah, thank you so much, everyone. Um, and now you can get PowerPlay merchandise. There are t-shirts and stickers with Caitlin's wonderful character art on it and a logo done by our good friend Hector Lowe. Uh, you can get those at the Q Times Teespring store. See, there are those stickers right now, and you can get that same picture that Omar is holding up also on a T-shirt. Looks really sharp. Um, and uh, Jake will pump the uh, Teespring link uh, there into the chat for you. 
And uh, the game we play here is called Icons. It is published by Ad Infinitum Adventures. It was created by a righteous fellow named Steve Kenson. Uh, you can find him on Twitter, at S. Kenson. And uh, the book edition that I have is published by Green Ronin. Um, I honestly don't heck know if they still have any book editions. Someday I will remember to check that out between Sundays. It's like I always say I'm going to find that out, and then I immediately... I checked last the week. They're sold yeah. out. They're still, They're out still sold out, yeah. Um, it's so, all our fault. But I think you can get like print to PDF versions from Ad Infinitum, and you can certainly just get the PDF, and it's a fantastic system. Highly recommend. Obviously, I like it a lot. Um, and uh, whoa, it looks like we have unlocked the first tier. Thank you so much, everybody. And we're well on the way to the Mysterious Benefactor gift. So thank you so much. Uh, so you've got your point of determination. And uh, you can follow the show at Power Play. Power, you can follow the show at Power Play <laughs> RPG on Twitter and Instagram. Power Play is also available as a podcast uh, for the podcast inclined. You can find that wherever fine pods are casted. And that's the announcements. Time for Power Play. So uh, last week in our season premiere, we found out that six months had passed since the end of season three. Uh, over that time, uh, Benny sunk into the mundanity of everyday life and spent some time getting used to being in lava form. Cadrax started administering uh, medical treatment to supers at the Serrano Memorial Meldon Extension Clinic. Vion gave up being a detective to live his best life. And Ulez took over the detective agency while also spending some time fixing up their spaceship with help from Sandy Carpa and Molly Darnell. Uh, and Port Ruby uh, greatly dismantled their police force, replacing it with the separate departments of investigation and departments of public safety. We also learned that Benny's childhood friend, uh, Will W. Walton, uh, had not only been in town for a few months, but he had acquired superpowers due to his involvement with uh, Combat Club and by proxy, The Cluster. The team helped Will fend off some super baddies uh, who were after him. And eventually they found their way to the lab where the cluster had Declan Eklund running a program to give regular people superpowers. There was a battle, and when it was all over, the team learned that the cluster was being attacked by someone using a mysterious red gas that causes people to rage out and fight each other. Eklund agreed to make a deal with the team, but before he could say anything, he was killed by a cluster bigwig named Dugan. The team captured Dugan, uh, and while they alerted Lila Pendry to the existence of the lab and the Supers program, uh, they held on to Dugan himself and eventually stashed him at Will's apartment. Will was not going to need it anymore because he was on his way out of town. And that is where we pick up. So we're just going to start right there, the morning of Thursday, July 8th. Uh, you are standing outside Will's apartment in uh, what I'm going to call the neighborhood of Wrighton in Baronsdale. Jake, can uh, put up the Baronsdale map for a minute or two? And uh, Wrighton is just sort of in northern Baronsdale there. And um, you just watched Will zip off into the morning sun on his motorcycle. And you know that Dugan, the cluster uh, gangster who you captured uh, after the con confrontation at the Allsbury power plant last night, is upstairs in the apartment. What do you want to do? 
So it's the four of us outside? Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, what's the plan? Oh, I have not thought that far ahead. Nor I, unfortunately. I, we are still sad at the loss of Declan Eklund. And now the consequences for that. We do not have all of his information, and the cluster is a uh, force to be reckoned with. Yeah, getting information uh, from Dugan's probably a top priority. Um, He's not going to stay asleep forever. Yeah, so wake him up, ask him some questions. How should we? Yes. Put any thought, perhaps, toward what we will want to do afterward. Whether this is to be a catch and release program, or whether we do then turn him over to human enforcement agencies. That's a really good question, Doc. Um, what are we thinking? Uh, is it safe to say that whatever decision that we do make will affect decisions that other people make in our position? We are people with powers, and to utilize that against someone without, I mean, that person is very bad, and I do not wish kind things upon them, but nonetheless, does that justify us being bad? Surely we can treat actions contextually and not purely from categorical imperative. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, yeah, vote on a case-by-case -case basis. Um, also, uh, I suppose if there's any information we get out of Dugan and that serves most of the purpose and we can act on that information ourselves, turn him over. And if there's something that he can do that serves our general goal, of making things better for the city, then we let him go and maybe tail him or figure some way to follow him. But it's going to be a pretty unique outcome, I think. That's, that It's more likely going to be the former than the latter. If the human enforcement agencies are untrustworthy, yeah, which then Dugan will be able to co-opt them and work his will. If we release him, Dugan will be able to move freely and work his will. Therefore, the worst outcomes in both scenarios are identical, and we need not fear too extensively. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Good. Then we should talk to him and, uh, well, clearly lead with our intimidation specialist. I just should do less. Oh, yes. We have a lot of anger right now, and we would like to place it somewhere. I believe it is a morally justified locus. Yes. Very well. All right, and uh, you head uh, upstairs to Will's apartment, um, which is you know pretty bare bones. You've got Eklund on a bed that's been stripped down. Will has taken most of his stuff with him and just sort of left behind you know the furniture that probably came with the apartment, which is all you know pretty sparse and, and, and pretty beat up. Um, and uh, Dugan is uh, tied up on the bed there, and um, he is kind of just coming out of his sleep looks around <sighs> I 
What happened? Where am I? Uh, your location is not a concern of yours, and we would ask your participation, and, um, thank you. Oh, let me think about that. Go to hell. What? No, no thank you. Um, the offer is kind. But, uh, we are good. If you continue to resist, then we'll have to take extra measures. Do you wish to resist? Yeah, I wish to resist. Oh, okay. Um, we have not tried this out yet, but we understand that your senses are incredibly valuable to you. If you were to perhaps no longer have vision, would you be inclined to answer some questions that we have? You threatening to poke my eyes out? Oh, no, 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 no. Nothing so grotesque. Poke your eyes out. Why would, why would anybody do that? Because... Human Never eyes mind. are very squishy. We have admired viands. They, they excrete liquids, too. I okay. see, I don't care what you do to me. I'm not talking. Oh, okay. Um, can I go ahead and dazzle him? <laughs> okay, Ulesh, uh, your, your, you, yeah, your new power is Dazzle. Let's see how it works. I'm very um, nervous. New powers are scary. Just make sure I'm doing this right. Dazzle is an attack to overwhelm when the target senses, blah, 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 blah. Um, so the sense I would always go for for this power set would be vision. Coordination against coordination. Yeah, you only get one set. So it's like it, it is now locked to like, you know, a light blast, essentially. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, you roll coordination. I will. <laughs> this is the worst I could have done. Uh, that's a total of five. Uh, so that is a marginal success, with, <laughs> which is no effect. So let's just say it's like, you know, it's kind of like a, like a camera flash. Just like oh happens real fast. And, and uh, it's just like body that like kind of like blinks temporarily and like they have their hands on their hips very intimidatingly. And Dugan kind of laughs and he's like, that was great. You know, you, you should, you know, take that act to like the Pink Floyd show or something. It's a very cool looking, but um, oh, cause I, I think I'll. Yes. Yeah. And I think I'm still not talking, though. It's um, the best, best you all could do. Oh, uh, no. I was just the beginning. Vion, would you like to attempt some efforts? <laughs> Thank you, Les. Uh, I turn to um, Cadrax. Uh, hey, Doc, have you ever uh, played catch uh, or fetch with Dog? Yes, it is an excellent use of athletic abilities and builds bonding between species. Great. Oh, that's that's good. I, I hadn't thought about that. And I have my back to Duke, and like I'm not even talking to him right now. Um, and I, I'm. I took physics in high school. Granted, it was an international baccalaureate program of it, but it, I, I forget the exact details. What's the rate of acceleration uh, here on this planet? Nine point, is it what, 9.8, 9.3? 9.8. 9.8 meters per second, per second, right? yes. Okay, great, great. Okay, I'm just running some numbers in my head. Uh, Rick, I'd like to cast teleportation. Um, okay. Make a magic roll. Right, so, so you're going for level five. Eight. Let's roll. Uh, I can go four. Level Let me four? look at okay. myself. Yeah, that's a pumpkin blowing hearts. Uh, so that is going to be eight plus six, 14. 
that will do it. You now have teleportation level four. Great. Uh, I like which to cast is good for several city blocks. Yeah, several city blocks. Uh, let's go, heck, let's go four. Four, three, let's go three, let's go three. Four is pretty far. Three city blocks, and I want to just um, teleport Dugan up into the air outside, four, uh, three city blocks up. Wait, so like, so like he just falls? Well, I mean, he's going to start falling <laughs> once he teleports up. But, you know, we've got a couple seconds because, you know, that 9.8 times, you know, meters per second. And... Mm -hmm. Math. Yeah. Wow. Um, it's about okay. 12 to hit terminal velocity. Awesome. I think Great. that's a really good idea. You know, Ulas once suggested that. So really, Vian, you're just taking suggestions from the team. <laughs> uh... Oh, Dugan. <laughs> he will soon be falling for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Give me a roll. You got to make a difficulty two transport test. Uh, uh, sorry, teleport test. Great. Uh, Give me um, five plus roll, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. For mm. you. Yeah. Nine. And he blinks out right before your eyes. Okay, great. Uh, and then I walk over and I open the window because... Um, Cadrex is much better at flying than I am, so. And, and then we, we wait. start to hear. I will fly out. All right, Cadrex, give me. All right. First I don't wait a... for the Doppler. First, <laughs> first, give me a coordination roll. All right. Ah. Uh, Seven. Okay. You just managed to kind of grab him as he goes by. It's a lot faster than you were kind of expecting. It. Now give me a strength roll. What'd you get? Uh, ten. Okay. You, he's just like, and you sort of just managed to get on him and you hold on. And, and he's just like, and he's just like screaming and kind of like throwing a fit. I hold him at the edge of uh, my limbs ranged, you know, just arm fully extended out uh, as if one has a cat that is very scratchy minded. Holding it. <laughs> yep, I know, by the scruff. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, and he's just sort of like screaming, shouting, uh, um, what the hell, the hell do you want? I'll like lean out the window a little bit, and so we're having this conversation <laughs> in air. <laughs> um, hey, Dugan, uh, do you know what I am? Do you know what I what, am? What you are? Yeah, do you know what I am? I don't understand the question. Do you know what I am? What am I? Look at me, what am I? Man? Yeah, I'll take that answer. Just an average guy. Just a normal, average guy. And you know what I want, Dugan? I want to wake up in the morning. I want to have a nice cup of coffee. I want to talk to a barista. Just a little chitter-chatter. Nothing political or intense. I want to go buy records. I want to go listen to music. I want to go on a couple dates. And they don't have to, like, you know, do anything. It's just a nice way to meet people. Then at night, I want to go hang out with my friend Ulez. Watch a couple monster movies, maybe throw in like a Jean-Luc Godard so we feel like a little culture or something like that. Then go to sleep and wake up and do it all over again the next day. 
But you, my friend, you're making that real tough because we put a lot of work in last year to make sure that this city got to a place where we could just do that, where we could just go to gardens and we could go walk around and we could just have a nice time. But the choices you're making are really messing with our whole Zen thing, man. So um, why don't you come inside and why don't we talk a little bit? Or yeah, well, you can keep playing difficult and we can just let you fall. And he kind of like looks down. It's just sort of like, yeah, let's talk. All right, come on in. Um, I'm going to skip the willpower test on that because I feel like the <laughs> dropping him thing probably does the trick. Um, and you bring him inside, Cadrax, and uh, sit him on the bed. And uh, he's just like, so what do you want to know? You haven't even asked me any questions yet. Well, we wanted you to participate. We want you to, you know, want to be a part of this first, right? Right, everybody? This is heavily coerced. I think wanting is not a direct expectation at the moment, but otherwise I agree. Great. Yeah, I'll settle for that. We need information on the cluster. Everything you got. I'll tell you right now, I ain't got a lot. The whole point of the cluster is it's all broken up into little cells. One doesn't know what the other one's doing. You don't know who's a part of it. All I know is what my cell was doing. We were in charge of making the super soldiers to protect the operation against whoever's hitting us with that red gas stuff. And I'll tell you right now, you took out most of my operation last night. That was it. That was the lab. That was the program. And without Ekman to run it, I don't know what happens. Don't say that like you weren't a direct cause of Eklund being taken out of the picture. Uh -huh. Hey, you forced my hand. What? No, we, in fact, did not touch your hand at all. I didn't. Oh, God. He's kind of a chick. Okay, if we let you go, what do you do next? Honestly, I go on the run before my higher-ups figure out I messed up. Because they're not really the forgiving types, you know? So they wouldn't uh, reabsorb you in any way? No, they would probably just, you know, put me six feet under. Pick me for cement shoes. You know, you've seen the movies, right? You sound like a a movie man, you must have seen some of them gangster films. Yeah, yeah. Ulez and I both watched uh, quite a few of them. Mm -hmm. You got any favorites, Ulez? Ah, uh, the one with all of the cocaine and the machine gun. Yeah. That one was very good. A lot of yeah. shouting, a lot of power in that. Yeah, Scarface is a pretty intense film. Yes. We watched it after. <laughs> okay. All right, so that means you're in a lot of trouble, which means that you actually might need our help a little bit. Or That's okay. Well, that's fair. Do you think you'd, uh, uh, if we just then let you go, you'd be able to get away from all the cluster folks? I'd happily take my chances on my own, frankly. I would like to cut my association with y'all as short as possible. Give us a really? second. We are quite um, kind. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah, no, I'm not what? going anywhere. <laughs> okay, so uh, can we like huddle up real quick and just... 
Okay. We can move this like a bathroom. We can go like close the door behind us. Mm. He'll jump on the fire escape or something. Like we just. Yeah. You can do one of those things where you move to the other side of the room and do like yeah, a yeah, television yeah. whisper. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Oh, I mean, we also. Um, um, I I docked. can cast silence. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hey! That's very uh, little 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 sound bubble. <laughs> okay. Kadrax, I will just give that to you. Thank you. Um. Okay. So here's the thing: we can either let him go and mm-hmm. find a way to follow him because he's gonna get picked off, or we can try to coerce him into helping us i mean i'm always a fan of that but i i don't know how receptive he's going to be to that he seems clearly not receptive and coercion tends to be a fairly short-term motivator he I doesn't do have any reason to get like us long-term oh. cooperation unless he perceived it to be in greater interest to fight the cluster than to run away from them Bribery. We can bribe him. Bribery is also very good. I've seen that a lot in films. Um, I have the capacity to perhaps salvage some of Declan Eklund's technology, and if we present the idea that he can give that to his superiors, perhaps that would um, ensure that he would stay alive and not be a certain amount of feet under the earth. That's true. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah, that's, that's not a bad idea. I'll also... Th- throw this on the table i'm just working through this he wants to run away so he can have a good life right that's the whole thing he wants to just like get away so he can just like pursue happiness or whatever with coffee and baristas and dates and movies i mean if he's anything like me and has good taste um but i wonder what if we told him we would inconvenience his life to the point where not working with us would actually completely negate his entire plan. Oh, the opposite of bribery. Oh, that's a threat again. Right, yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. So do we want to go bribe or do we want to go threat? Both? Stick or carrot? What? Oh, both, okay. Yeah, we you're can right. Yeah, facilitate course, his disappearance. Yeah. Uh, or we can widely publicize him no matter where he goes. Ooh, that's fair. Visibility and is a threat to him, is it not? If the, he truly believes the cluster will hunt him. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think what we want to do is we want to get to the top of the cluster, right? Oh, I didn't know Doc was here. <laughs> Somewhere in the distance, a dog barks. Um, we can have him contact us anytime the cluster makes a move on him and that will bring us closer to the cluster because he doesn't have this information he doesn't have a lot to give us but down the road he might be able to we have a burner phone we can provide that to him we never got to use it again it was only that one time i think this is a good idea i think this is a good thing to propose okay okay benny you are awfully quiet do you have any thoughts or feelings to share on this. Uh, uh, I'm mostly just like spiral thinking in which uh, plans B, C, D, et cetera, et cetera. I just more am like, what happens if he doesn't accept the bribery or the threat? But that's not really conducive to this uh, idea session, so. I'll make him agree, don't worry about that. Okay. Um, okay, so we can head back <laughs> across the room. 
And he's just yeah, sitting there, kind of looking at the floor. Uh, so we all discussed, um, and we've got sort of an offer for you. We want to kind of make a deal. Our interests are actually aligned, funnily enough, even though uh, I don't think that this is beyond a, an exaggeration. We hate you. We saw you uh, literally murder someone right in front of us. Oh, resent your existence. That is a great way to put it, and I hope that those words burn into your soul. Um, we can help you escape and hide because we are looking for the top folks at the cluster. But in exchange, we would like you to give us any information in case anyone is tailing you or trailing you. We're aiming to take out the people who are going to be chasing you for the rest of your life. But if that doesn't sound sweet enough, uh, we also have another sort of additional detail to drop on top of that, which is if you don't agree to help us out, uh, we will just turn you over and uh, you will be sleeping with the fishes. Make a willpower roll. Great. Happily. <laughs> Your aquatic life is very nice. I don't understand the threat in this. <laughs> I always assumed sleeping fishes were mean. Nobody wants to sleep with them. No. Yeah, it's not a... Traditionally, it's not an activity we do. Uh, seven? Wasn't He's just like, look, I'm dead no matter what happens. Do whatever you want. What if we offer you life? We can offer you a second chance. I have the ability to ensure that this uh, operation of yours that you have so called it cannot be an entire failure. If you must return to your superiors, you can bring back information that is, well, yet broken, but I possess the tools and the capacity to repair a lot of things. Make a willpower roll. Yeah, I'm, I'm terrible at these, but come on, Dice. I will use my coordinate or my termination if I have to. Oh, that wasn't the best. Um... How's a seven as well? He just sort of it's like, y'all could go to hell. And he just lays back on the bed and puts his hands behind his head, just stares at the ceiling. Oh. Uh, yeah, I didn't think he'd be particularly conducive to that. Okay, uh, I turn to everybody. Do y'all mind if I um, do a little convincing real quick? I'm going to go look for the plants in this house. Great, that sounds good, Ulez. They're probably dead. Will's not very good at watering them. What do you mean by that? Well, I just happen to be uh, particularly versed in the fact that um, being dead either way isn't necessarily the end of your problems. I'll put it that way. True. Very well. And Catrix will turn away. Look back, uh, turn away. I want to kneel in front of him. And just get like eye to eye. Do you know how I uh, got my powers? And I would like to phase, you know, just to show them off. He's just sort of. Mm. No. Unlike the others, I wasn't born with them. Um, and it's definitely not Maybelline. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I got these because, um, well, I drove my car into a sandbank at 100 miles per hour. I actually got these because of a series of mistakes. Uh, that I made throughout my entire life that led to sort of that night. And uh, it's a bit of resentment that I have carrying around, which uh, makes this interrogation sort of situation a little tough because all I want to do is just make sure that we can live a little bit better. And pulling together my life has been something that's been a, a particular interest to me. Um, and I don't know if you can really understand sort of the value of that. 
Because when I died, I, I, I flew through my windshield and I hit the dirt again at 100 miles per hour. And then a second later, I was right there. And uh, there was a gentleman who turned to me and said, don't worry about that. that. All that stuff that you went through in your life, it's behind you. You're no longer that person. You're a spirit of justice. You're going to be a good, a good thing. You're going to just be a symbol. And I bought into that hook, line, and sinker, sir. I really did. And I came to this city and, uh, and I said, all right, I'm a good man. It's that, it's that easy. But the truth is, no, I'm not some spirit or ghost that goes around doing stuff. I'm Vion, just a guy who at the end of the day would like to live a simple and peaceful life. And that means taking out the cluster so this can be done finally. Because this should have been done before. So you are going to work with us. Because I got these powers because I destroyed my life. That's my superpower. I can't turn into fire. I can't shake buildings with my voice. And I can't blast light out of my hands. But I tell you what, I can destroy a life as good as anybody else. And if you think you can run, and if you think death will be the end of your worries, sir, I will chase you wherever your soul goes. Because a part of me is still there in the desert. It's in a loop. And I thought I could put it behind me, but I can't. And dying is the loneliest thing you can do. But what's nuts is that these last six months I've been working on my magic, and I think I might be able to pull you there with me and share that memory with you and trap you in it until you agree with us. So I'll tell you what, either you agree with me or you're gonna come die with me over and over and over until you beg me to stop and I will not, because I am not screwing around. And I don't care how many gangster films you've seen, you've never seen anything like us. This is real and I want this over. I want this done. So you're gonna help us or you're gonna help us. Make a willpower roll. Okay. That's a pumpkin blown hearts. Uh, that's gonna be a 10. He's just sort of staring at you and he's just sort of like, you're a ghost. No, I'm a pissed off guy. I just happen to be a ghost. He just kind of puts his head in the hands and he shakes his head and he's like, and you, you can do that. <laughs> yeah. Prove it. Happily. And I would like to cast telepathy. Give me a magic roll. Great. This is an A plus roll. Come on, big money. That's, I'm, I, I, do, I don't lie on this show. I don't lie on any show, but I especially don't lie on this one. Uh, that's another pumpkin blowing heart, so that's going to be 8 plus 6, 14. Okay, yeah, that brings you telepathy level 5, and I would never suspect you of lying. The <laughs> other three for sure, but not you. Uh, I'm really bad at it, <laughs> just so everyone knows. That is true. <laughs> uh, make sure I'm doing telepathy right. Okay, what do you want to do with your telepathy, Vian? Uh, I can transmit my thoughts in, uh, to others. So I would like to transmit my memory. Uh, this is a telepathy versus willpower test to the unwilling. Okay. But he's not unwilling, oh. Rick, because he just asked me. He asked you to prove it. it. So I don't even so, need to roll on this. Yeah, you're right. He's not unwilling. So, Vian, you 
draw your rune and suddenly in, in, in the mind of Dugan, just woof, he's going 100 miles an hour through the desert, speeding along, seeing it through your eyes. Car loses control. It hits the sand dune and boom, the front end just crumples against that hidden post that was buried beneath the dune. And he just sees as his flies forward, face goes through the windshield and just boom, right onto the ground. And then he comes out of it. He's like, okay, 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 okay. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? We want you to take the burner phone and contact us any single time the cluster does something of any interest that you pick up on. We're not asking you to put your life out on the limb, but you're already in danger. You let us know. And if it comes yeah. to helping you out, it's something we'll figure out, but not because we like you, but because you're constantly feeding us information on the cluster's movements. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, okay. Great. And, uh, um, he takes the phone. I assume somebody gives it to him. Uh, yeah, so Ulas has had the phone. Ulas is kind of poking around, admiring the being sad of the dead plants. Um, I would like to spend a point of determination to retcon a little something about this phone. Um, because, yeah, sure, I got that phone... Um, from uh, what was our, our um, computer call before it was Maria? Orson. Orson. Um, and that whole situation. But um, I want to think that like in these six months, because um, Molly and Ulez have kind of been working on just tech. Um, can this phone, I basically just want it to have trackable GPS even when it's off. Yeah, if you're spending a point of determination, that seems absolutely within the wherewithal of you and Molly Darnell, certainly. Okay, and we replaced the shell with like a see-through like 90s green um, case for it. Sure, <laughs> absolutely. Thank you. And he takes the phone and he puts it in his, his coat pocket and he's like, I can go now? Yeah. And he just gets up and just like bolts out the door, like looking terrified. Oh, well then, uh, that was a success. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I think Vion like turns around and is just like makes eye contact with Benny and Cadrax, and uh, maybe like a little bit of the color fades from his face. Aww. Yeah. So, uh, all right, we had a long night. We should probably some of us get some rest. Some of us get some food. Cadrax turns back to face the group and has that uh, ocular reaction humans have or the vestiges thereof uh, but does agree it is best to maintain the corporeal form alright so you all go your separate way well Vion and Ulez you go back to you know your apartment um, Cadrax you go home to see Dog and uh, uh, Abigail Benny I'm going where do you the, go? To the office. I'm going to the detective agency because I know there's a couch there. <laughs> um, I am texting my roommate to ask her if she's good. <laughs> so I kind of left her hanging. Um, yeah, you get a text back from Miranda. It says that she is staying with her family in Avalon and would appreciate if you would not come over. That's understandable. Uh, cool with me. Um I'm, God, I don't even know. I'm going to call 
I'm gonna call Dino. Uh, Dino yeah, knows. Is... Dino knows weird people. I'm gonna call Dino. <laughs> yeah, it's early in the morning, so he's kind of at work, and just he's like, uh, "Yo, Dino here." Hey, Dino. Uh, it's Benny. Hey, what's up? Weird question. Shoot. Do you know anyone who can fix uh, holes in walls, perhaps? Large people-sized ones. People-sized holes in walls. Mm -hmm. uh, hang on, let me write this down. <laughs> okay. Um, well, um, my uncle's uh, brother-in-law uh, used to be a contractor. Um, I can maybe touch base with him and see if he knows anybody in the Port Ruby area who uh, do some work. Uh, that kind of thing usually requires, um, you know, permits and, and all kinds of things. But um, we might be able to arrange something. He wasn't always exactly on the level, you know. Wink, wink. Uh, so let, let me let me let me make some calls and I'll get back to you. Okay, and I, I think. Thanks, Dino. And then I think Benny takes like the next, I think she just like sits on a park bench somewhere and spends like the next hour making phone calls to like the apartment building, like her renter's insurance, like trying to do like all of her things. A lot just happened in a very short amount of time. Um, and she doesn't have an apartment to go back to, but it is a little bit kind of her fault because I don't know, just by being super powered, you know, whatever. It traces back to that. Um, so she deals with whatever she can. <laughs> I think she stops back by the apartment to pick up like her stuff, like her computer bag, camera bag, you know, bag of clothes, whatever. And then she's going to go down to the detective agency and she's going to sleep on the sofa, <laughs> take a nap. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And you, uh, you take a nap and everybody, uh, kind of, you know, it was a pretty stunning morning, uh, with what, uh, Vion did there. So you all kind of take a, a day to just kind of decompress. Um, and uh, we're, we're going to skip forward to the next morning. Um, by the way, we are, we are super close to the lore drop. And, uh, uh, sorry, not the lore drop, the, uh, the, the mysterious benefactor gift. Um, and just to be clear, in case I was not clear before, uh, that is all four team members get a gym pass for plus one. So it's not just one person. Every one, everybody here gets to add a plus one to one of their physical stats, not to exceed six. Um, in case that was not clear to begin with. So we are at the morning of Friday, July 9th. And uh, we are at Beyond and Ulez's place. You are kind of home doing your morning routine thing when there is a knock at the door. Uh, yeah, really quick. What would we be doing, Ulez? <laughs> Um, I mean, what's the state of your house? Because, like, did you obviously get things kind of back in order after everything had been trashed? Oh, yeah. Within the six months, I think that definitely. Yeah. In fact, I think we probably added some changes, probably put, like, sort of like a window-based uh, greenhouse. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I love that. Um, honestly, Ulysses is probably, like, tending to some plants and, like, chatting a couple of their feelings out because this is their first time that they've truly experienced human death with a part of human in them so right. it feels it just it feels more than they're used to oh okay great i think uh vian is posted up while sort of you're tending to the plants in the greenhouse talking about that and on the record player is uh can i just put this on this flavor before we answer the door rick is west montgomery's uh day in the life oh yeah sure dude love west <laughs> montgomery absolutely i'll take that in a second 
Um, great. Okay. Uh, then uh, we hear the knock. Yeah. And uh, the uh, you, uh, you stay here. I'll, I'll I'll see who it is. Oh, okay. And uh, I'll answer the door. Yeah, and um, you you answer the door and you open it up to see a uh, smart looking fellow in a kind of tweed jacket with patches on the elbows. Uh, very academic kind of air about him. I will say he is played by Dev Patel. And uh, oh, he looks at you and oh. he says, um, <laughs> Mr. Vigor? Uh, yeah, how's it going? Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, yeah, um, my, my name is, uh, Dr. Uh, uh, Chander Pavagi. Oh, um, cool. I, I teach archaeology at the Hamlin University. Um, Impressive, yeah. I, I went to your, uh, I called your detective agency and, um, a lovely woman, um, Marilyn, I think her name was. Uh, she told me you no longer worked there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me. Uh, we, uh, the detective is in the house, though. Why, why don't you come in, man? Uh, thank you, thank you. Um, I, I, I apologize for the home invasion. Um, but, no, uh, you knocked. You, you know, you welcome in. Unless you're a vampire, I, I still welcome you in. But you know, just let us know. Um, and he kind of walks in and, and looks around and. Um. Not much time to lose. I, I'm here in a most serious matter, and uh, I, I am authorized to speak only with you. Oh, well, Ulez is actually the detective. Uh, Ulez runs the agency now, so I'll, I'll go get them real quick. No, no, uh, because you're the spirit of justice. Sorry, what did you say your name was again? Uh, Dr. Chandra Pavagi. P-A-B-A-G-I. Okay. Oh, no, you don't have to say no, no, that's Yeah, I got it. Um... Oh, and uh, what what did you just say? Um, I am only authorized to speak with the spirit of justice. Okay, man, you're going to have to tell me a lot about what you just said. Uh, yeah, um, where to start? Well, are, are you familiar with the nation of Parnata? Uh, you know, we went to school together, but we lost touch after that. Uh, you want a glass of water or something? As Vion's like cracking jokes, but like his please, voice please. is weird. Um, yeah, you want water or you want some tea? We got both. Water, water's fine. Okay, great. Uh, and Vion fills a glass of water. And then he takes the water and... <laughs> mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I mean, in passing, you know, it's, um, I've, I've never been or whatever, but, you know, I know of. Well, last year, I was invited to Parnata to see an incredible archaeological discovery, and uh, while I was there, I met a powerful person who became a patron of my work. Congratulations, um, yeah. In exchange for this patronage, I was asked to deliver an item to one of his associates when I returned here to Port Ruby. Okay. Now... As an archaeologist, I'm often in possession of valuable artifacts of one kind or another. So my office at the university is equipped with what is supposed to be a very secure safe. Now, I arrived yesterday uh, via Devere International Airport in Baronsdale. Sure. And uh, I, I proceeded directly to my office um, where I, I placed the item inside that safe, planning to deliver it to my patron's associate today. Okay. However, uh, when I arrived at the office this morning, uh, the item was gone. Okay. I need to get it back. 
Yeah. All right. See, all of that's great. Uh, I mean, unfortunate, obviously for you, sorry that you lost the old thing. Um, but how did you know to come to, how did you know to come to me? From my patron. Um, let me tell you about this artifact. And he kind of sits down on the couch and 7,000 years ago, the place that is now Parnata was home to ancient Sidarman civilization. Sidarman culture has been mostly a mystery to us, but uh, this new discovery, a cave that was used for religious rituals, uh, taught us quite a bit. We now know that the Sidarmans worship three principal gods, the god of the beginning, the god of the way, and the god of the end. Now, the god of the way was represented by a symbol, uh, the image of an ancient compass rose. Uh, here's what it looks like. And he holds up a sketch for you. Jake, can you put up that sketch for a minute? Oh my god, I have goosebumps. Cool. That's my voice, not character voice. Now, in the 19th century, a golden pendant in this configuration was discovered in the, deserts on, in the desert on the outskirts of Parnata. Okay. Nobody knew what it was at the time, but it was obviously ancient and valuable, so it was placed on display in the governor's home. Now, a few years later, when the British made their way through Parnata, a colonel named uh, Arliss Vorton looted that pendant, and uh, it became an heirloom in his family, handed down through the generations, uh, until very recently, um, a diplomatic agreement with the British over the repatriation of stolen artifacts returned the pendant to Parnata, where it eventually wound up in the hands of my patron, who is considered its rightful owner now. Okay. Now, according to him, this compass rose pendant has powerful magical properties. And should it fall into the wrong hands, it could become a formidable tool of evil. Which is why I think you can see why I need you to recover it for me. Okay. Uh, yeah, obviously. And they, uh, your patron was the one who sent you to this exact address? My patron is very knowledgeable and well-connected. By the way, we have apparently unlocked the uh, mysterious benefactor gift. So all four of you have a gym pass, which we can say you used sometime yesterday during your day off. So if you know where you want to put your one point in, in, in physical attributes or prowess, coordination, or strength in any category, not to exceed six, some of you, that's going to be an easier choice than others. Um, uh, but if you know what it is, just hold on to it for a second and we're going to add them in a minute. Um, yes, my, my patron is very well connected and knows quite a bit. You'll help me. Yeah, you know, you seem a little wigged out. So, um, yeah, we'll definitely help you get this magic item back. Sort of on a swing of trying to clean up a bunch of loose ends and, and messy stuff so we can kind of enjoy our time. So, yeah, we will. But uh, afterwards, uh, when everything's settled and everything's all good, um, I'm going to I'm going to throw like a couple hundred questions your way. Just in general. about this I, whole I, conversation. I, I look forward to it. We could uh, get Chinese food. 
<laughs> you're talking my language, man. That's great. Wow. Okay. Uh, so all the, the best you, Chinese food is uptown right by Hamlin where I work. So that's very convenient. So you are okay. Great. Well, you know what? Hey man, uh, what was your first name again? I, I'm sorry. It's just been uh, a, a Chander C H A N D E R Chander. All right. That's uh, I'm Vion. Let's be on a, if we're food buddies, we're on a first name base buddies. Uh, great. So, uh, great. I'm going to get the, the city's best detective on the case and, uh, I'm going to assemble our team and we're going to figure this out for you and we'll get you, uh, the, the, your, your magic flower back and, um, and go back to life. So real quick, um, some of you only have one place to put this point. Um, this physical point. Kadrax, yours goes into strength because it is the only physical characteristic you have that is not already at six. Uh, my okay. coordination is still five, but that is where it's going. It is going to strength anyway. Yes. I have your coordination at six. Are you sure? I am. Yes. Uh, remember, there was an oh. error. Uh, I think it was maybe a season and a half ago. Oh, okay. And, and then we, in that case, we rolled back and corrected after the the audit. Oh, somehow it is wrong on my sheet again. Okay, I will look into that. But it's correct uh, yeah. in the Google sheet. So. But you want to put it into strength anyway, or? Uh, yes, I discovered that it is very fatiguing to hold someone at the end of your range it utilizes primarily the medial deltoid which is a fairly small muscle all things considered one requires more strength if one is to commit such threats uh at such a long lever benny (laughs) you your your prowess is already seven so you got to put it in strength which is five or coordination which is four uh strength all right benny your strength is up to six vion Yes. Your prowess is four, your coordination is three, your strength is three. This is wide open. Where do you want to put this point? Oh, no. I don't have my D3 right in front of me, or I could have rolled that. I'm going to roll a D4. I'm doing this at random. <laughs> uh, let's put it into prowess. Prowess. All right. We'll say and- after three seasons of adventures, you're getting a little better at fighting. You've picked up a few things here and there by watching Benny and Kadrax. I am learning from the best. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Ulez. Kadrax. <laughs> Ulez, your prowess is four, your coordination is four, your strength is three. Where do you want this? Uh, coordination. Coordination. Okay, very Ulez cool. Ulez doesn't lift anything except like a terracotta pot, you know? All right, and those are it. permanent bump-ups bump to those stats. Um, very cool. So uh, so that just puts us, we are $100 away from the after credits lore drop. Thank you so much, everyone. And uh, yeah, the team, let's say you all meet up um, at Detective Agency? Yeah, you know, before that though, can I say that I send um, Cadrax a text message? Yeah, what do you want that to say? Uh, just, we uh, would love to talk later. Cadrax uh, will be getting that uh out on the roof of the building of their clinic where they have, uh, where we could hear uh, the music of the choir. They have spent much time in communion. And so that will be emanating and ultimately interrupted by feeling of the buzz of the phone. And you get that message, do you respond to it? Yes, no punctuation. Great. (laughs) And uh, now let's say it's a little later in the afternoon. You all gather at the detective agency 
and uh, Dr. Pavagi re-explains to everybody all the stuff he told Vion, so you are all credited with that knowledge now. And he's, all right, so where do we start? What do you think, Detective? Hmm. May you please remind me of the last known location of this item? Uh, my, my office at Hamlin University. Uh, I can take you there if you'd like. That would be brilliant. It is a very good place to look for clues. Okay. I um, guess we can all fit in one cab. Uh, and uh, let's say you make your way over to Hamlin University. Um, you are welcome to take whatever means you want. How do you think you get there? I think, well, for an invest, can I just suggest that we take the van so we have a little bit of motor agency? I like that. Also, street cred. We look good in that van. Yeah. Well, we, we also get to play the yeah. band. Yeah. We get to play the music we want. Yeah. Yeah. We you will leave for another time that shot where uh, Ulez sits in the middle seat, yes. which I know I always had to because I was the smallest, and the smallest has to sit in the middle. Always. <laughs> and just like little squishy squishles. Oh. Because <laughs> we can't all, I don't think so. I think it's because it's one, two, three, and then one. But then yeah. also Dr. Pavaji. Yep. <laughs> Unless it was jumps in the front and then Dr. Pavaji has to sit with us. <laughs> we can't do that. It's all perfect. Guess. Anyway, we take the van to avoid yeah. this, but uh, we save for another time. Yes. That's mental image. We have a brief vision of an alternate reality where we take a cab. <laughs> yes. Uh, Jake, can you put up the Avalon map for a minute? Um, Hamlin University is uh, way at the north of Avalon. You can see there, uh, it is just labeled Hamlin University because okay. sort of like Columbia, it's kind of like a, it's like a neighborhood in itself, you know, essentially. Um, and uh, yeah, so you're all the way in Northern Avalon and he walks you across the quad and uh, to his office. Um, and uh, Dr. Pavagi's office, is pretty big. Um, there's a set of one set of windows, which has a you know great view of the quad and the lawn. Um, the walls are lined with shelves that hold all sorts of artifacts, sculptures, vases, drinking vessels, you name it. Uh, many of them evoke the region of the world that you would associate with India and Pakistan and Parnata, but not by any means all of them. Uh, there are certainly things that you identify as East Asian looking. There are Western European, you know, it's, it's, it's quite a collection, honestly. And uh, his desk and the rest of the office is just a complete friggin' mess. And um, the, the desk is uh, sitting, um, it's placed below a large painting on the wall of a, uh, a bald nerdy man with a kind of thick mustache. And, um, Pavagi goes over to that painting and he says, um, the compass rose pendant was in the safe behind uh, old Heinrich here. And uh, he, he picks it up off the wall and puts the painting on the floor. And uh, you see a very formidable looking wall safe. Oh, um, who has access to this office? And who knows about the safe behind that rather large portrait? Well, several of my associates are aware of its existence um, and would have access to the building, but I, I can't imagine any of them would want to steal this artifact. It, it's nice, but uh, no, nobody but me knew 
that it was alleged to have these magical properties, and there's certainly far more valuable things in this office to steal, none of which have been touched. Um, so we might infer that it is someone who themselves had some magical capability such that it would be significant. Well, that kind of thing is beyond me. I, uh, I've only believed in magic for a very short time now. Uh, it's all... It's all very new to me, to be honest. Oh, well, could I interest you in some magic in the form of, um, <clears throat> Fionn, are you mm -hmm. able to touch the safe and then project the image? <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, Liz, I think I'll okay. be able to, I, I thought you were, I thought you were going to do some magic, oh. the way you kind of presented that. Oh, no, I don't know any magic. Well, we'll have to we have to do some card stuff or something like that. We got to figure something out. Oh, some we've party seen a tricks. lot of those. Yes, yes. Where we, uh, you ask me to pick a card, or mm -hmm. I ask you to pick a card, and then I have that card pulled out of my hair. It's a great. I mean, if you want to do that with the, the professor, I mean, that is magic. And and <laughs> while you're standing there, yeah, Ulez performs this pick a card <laughs> trick, and the professor just you know kind of what the hell's going on here and. Uh, <laughs> That's the best coordination very... upgrade. That's it. That right there. Artistry. <laughs> yep. Oh my God. Yes. Oh God. That's yeah, how I got that just like, it's quite, quite, quite charming. Um, I, the doctor and, watching uh, this happen, like, these are the leading experts in. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, starting to question his patron. Like. <laughs> um, We've not found your item, but we have found the Ace of Hearts. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so, Vion, you want to postcog the safe? Is that what I'm getting? That at? would be great. Okay, give me a postcog roll that is uh, a power of yours, not magic, so you don't yes. have to roll to turn on the spell. This is four plus roll. Uh, that I, I'm not kidding. Happy Halloween, everybody. It's a pumpkin blowing kisses. Um, that's going to be a 10. Man, you should use that dice, that die every week. Um, so, and, and you're broadcasting this? Uh, yes, I'm, I'm broadcasting it. Okay, so, so what you see, an empty office, and then there's kind of a flash of light, and there is an elderly man uh, wearing sort of an old-fashioned looking very dark suit with a black shirt beneath it, kind of all, all in black. I would say he's played by Terrence Stamp. Mm. And uh, he stands now alone in this dark office right in front of the safe. safe. And he draws a ruin in the air, just like yours. And he blows it at the safe, which phases out, becoming incorporeal. And he reaches inside of it, and he pulls out this square package that kind of looks like a red piece of paper folded around something and taped closed. And uh, the whole thing probably measures no more than, you know, two inches by two inches, little, little red square. And then it ends. And Pavagi goes, oh, that man is Reese Vorton. He's a direct descendant of the colonel who looted that pendant from Parnata. Uh. Rumor has it his knowledge of the occult is considerable. This is very bad. Oh? Uh, is this person reachable? We could just pay them a visit. We pay a lot of visits. We do. Uh, I... I wouldn't know. Um, I only know of him from some of the 
peripheral documentation and studies on the pendant. I, I have never met him or, or seen him in person. Oh. I, he seemed quite familiar with where to access the pendant. Remind us again when this occurred. Last night. Okay, so, I mean, he's got to be close enough around here, assumably, unless he, like, he? you know... Well, no, because... What assumptions can we fairly make? It's magic. someone with... Yes. If uh, anything, you have showed us the versatility and power of such right? capabilities, and therefore our assumptions are fairly minimal. Oh, he didn't have, you. like, a book or anything like Vian does, right? He would just... He just kind of freehanded that? Yeah, you didn't see anything like that. Okay. Uh, he just kind of did it from memory or something. Is that a ruin that you've recognized? Somewhere in the Vian? distance, a dog barks. <sighs> Is that a ruin that you recognize, Van? Um, oh, yeah. Would it be something that uh, would have been in the book? Is it, or is it a completely different school of magic? Make an intellect roll. Oh, boy. Can I use investigation? Um, can I use a cult? You can use a cult. Yeah, definitely <laughs> can, you, a cult. can you use it in a song? <laughs> so this is... A <laughs> So this is eight plus. Uh, okay, well, it had to come back at some point, huh? So that's going to be a total of nine. <laughs> um, you have a similar rune in your book, and it is, uh, you know, the rune that you would need to cast to phase something, right? If you didn't have that ability on your own. Okay. Well, it's okay. So it's the same, you know, brand of magic, at least. So it's yeah. similar. Okay, similar. Right, he's not okay. blessed with the specific power of lesbian magic, therefore yes. our arcanist is superior. Yes, of course. Thank you. Okay. Kind of agreement. Um, so we can then at least, yeah, we can say that it's not totally foreign, like to us, like it's not, right. it's at least familiar, that's something. That's we recognize good. him, we know who he is. Well, you do, I nod at the professor. Can uh, we... Professor? Search him on the internet. <laughs> yes. Could I use your computer? Please. And he, he goes over to his desk and starts like pushing all these like piles of crap out of the way. And then, you know, it's kind of digs around and kind of pulls a keyboard out from under a stack of papers and finds like a wireless mouse in a drawer. And he's like, you know, he sort of holds them out to you. Oh, uh, we don't need those, but thank you. <laughs> oh. And uh, yeah, Ulysses will just go over and touch like the corner of the monitor. Okay, Ulez, make an interface roll. Uh, but first, what are you looking for? Just like just general information about Reese Vorton? So general information about this individual, but also because this is a university computer, if there's any specific information that the university might have, like any research studies done that hasn't, has, like, hasn't necessarily been made public or anything behind any paywalls, for example. Mm -hmm. um, specifically, I would like to know where his last known location was, like any address that he might have. Um, Right, they'll usually name the institution a given investigator is associated with, given that Dr. Pavaki said he knew of him through publications, the institution would presumably be attached. Okay. I don't remember what my You can use investigation as plus two. Nine, ten, eleven. Eleven! Who is so good at using their brain? Okay. Who is so good? You get some background information that verifies a lot of what Pavagi told you. Mm -hmm. um, Reese Vorton is a descendant of Colonel Arliss Vorton, 
who was a storied, you know, old-timey British military guy during, you know, the colonial occupation of that region, who uh, acquired for himself a very impressive collection of artifacts, uh, which he was kind of famous for for, for many years. And that, that collection was passed down through the generations um, and eventually wound up in the hands of Reese Vorton. Uh, Reese Vorton is... His name comes up with various occult conferences in connection with, uh, you know, he, he, let's say he owns an occult bookstore in London. Um, he, uh, um, I'm trying to see what else he had. He had an 11. Yeah. Um, you don't come up with any kind of like exactly papers or anything by him. Um, okay. You're looking for his last known location. Like, yeah, is that any addresses like a, that would be associated with his publications? Like, what information did he provide at that point in time? Um, you don't get much. Um, most of the information you have ties him to London. Okay. The only thing you have is. Um, an appearance at a lecture some years back uh, in Port Ruby um, at uh, the Conover Airport Hotel, um, which is right by the airport in Baronsdale, obviously. Well, <laughs> to quote Third Eye Blind, I don't want to go to London. So, Ulis, could you... Um, it's a very nice city. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, could you, it's so slippery. Could you do a search of the, uh, campus security? Because if he just strolled in, there's, we might be able to track him through security footage. If he didn't, there's another way we can track him. Oh, absolutely. Uh, bear with me for a moment. Absolutely. And Ulysses is going to like touch like the other side, probably like sliding across the monitor, wiping off like a little gentle layer of dust. Um, on the monitor. Ulez, give me another interface roll. Come on, dice. Yeah. So when my dice rolls a six, it just has like the logo, but still, it's cool. Um, 12, six 13, is a 14. six. 14. Um, 14. You scan very quickly through campus security cameras uh, for footage from last night, and you see Reese Vorton essentially just walk from the sidewalk across the quad and come up outside the archaeological the archaeology building or you know the building that uh, the, this office is in and um right outside he draws a logo you know a, a rune in the air and vanishes and you get the feeling that that was him making that jump into the office that you saw the other side from based on you know the level of light that you see in the video versus how dark it was in the windows, you know, that when beyond did his postcog. So you get the feeling he walked onto campus, stood outside the building and magically teleported himself in. Oh, wow. Uh, well, as you see from these cameras, Fionn, I believe it is your turn to utilize your abilities. Oh, wait, you got, you got 14, right? Yeah. I so what I'll it. say is after that, you see him appear right back in the spot there he was which you would presume is him leaving the office and just walk back out to the street and out of range of the cameras eventually. Does he have like sensible walking shoes? 
he's wearing like a suit, so they're kind of like you know, they're, they're, you know, they're kind of like dress up, you know, you know, kind of like nice. They probably don't look yeah. super comfortable, but I don't know, you know, like old men in their shoes, you're probably fine. <laughs> um, this might be a little bit more old fashioned than I was thinking then, because we should probably stroll across the way and see around if there's anything we can detect for how he even got here to begin with. Oh, yes, that is a very brilliant idea. Because um, you, yeah, you solved how he got in. <laughs> so you, yeah, you solved that mystery real quick. Uh, yeah, no, that would be useful. I wonder if the campus has any particular like, cameras or if there is a, any CCTV on the street that we could utilize. Yeah, let's go see if there's any cameras that would uh, check out that angle. And so, yeah, okay. I guess we're going to head to where he originally came from in the footage. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, you walk out and let's say, you know, it's the south side of the campus and uh, where, where he first entered. And you come out there and Port Ruby doesn't have CCTV, you know, it's like... I mean, like, yeah, it's not you know, London. Yeah, it's not London. Um, <laughs> right, but, but individual businesses might. Right. You know, you, you see... Uh, I'll tell you what, give me, give me, give, give me an investigation roll from anybody who wants to look around and see what you see. Heck yeah. Um, not as impressive. That's a 12. I also got a 12. Nice. Okay. Um, for a 12, you look around uh, this street corner, you know, which is right outside the entrance of a campus has a lot of, you know, food carts and stuff like that. Um, and uh, right sort of uh, there's, you know, right ahead of you, there is like a corner uh, that has uh, a bank, um, <sighs> which you think, you know, probably has external security cameras to some extent. Mm hmm. Um. If we can see the security cameras, I just need like a boost, like somebody to lift me up so I could touch them. <laughs> For you, what, you both got a 12. Yeah. Okay. You, you, you can spot where the camera is. Sure. Okay. Oh, oh, look over there, over there. Um, it's very high up. Uh, Cadrax, would you kindly be able to lift me up? And then just enough so I could touch that camera up there, the little one with the red lens. Very well. We thank yeah. you. And Cadrax like just cheerleader lift. <sighs> yes. <laughs> and then another interface. Yeah, give me an interface. Ooh, that's a shining with detective skills. This is good. This is a thirteen. Ooh, thirteen. So bank security is pretty tight, but oh, yeah. you're better. And um, you make your way through the footage from last night. It looks like they kind of like blank this, you know, once a week, but it's still there from last mm -hmm. night. And um, you eventually kind of scan through it and discover a clip where you see right about the right time. Taxi cab just kind of pulls up at the end of the campus and this guy gets out of it, leans in, pays the cabbie and just walks onto the campus. Well, great thing about cabs is that they uh, record where they go. Oh, right? we've never been in a cab yet, or have we? I think we have. I feel like we might have. Yeah, 
Well, it was one time for sure. You you definitely had a large plant in your lap while we took a cab once in like <laughs> yes. early season one. <laughs> we did not always have a van. Yeah, or other modes of transportation. Thank you again, mysterious benefactor. Yeah, and we found out about found out about uh, the the fight with the, the police outside of the Orson, you know, uh, out of Orson's building from uh, the radio in a cab. Um, oh yeah. So, okay. Um, Were you able to see the license plate of the taxi cab, Liz? Was I? Could I enhance? Enhance. <laughs> give me, give me an investigation roll. <laughs> okay, I will burn, burn a point of determination on this if I have to. I don't think I will. Come on, uh, pumpkin. Eleven. Eleven. Not my bad. Yeah, I will say you were able to get the the name of the cab company. Um, it is called. Um, uh, called <laughs> come on, um, come up with a cab company at the top of your head. Pick a color, <laughs> and then McGra- add, like McGrath Yellow Taxi. Yes. McGrath Yellow Taxi. Yes. It's called McYellow. And, and you can see um, uh, the code for the cab, which is like uh, 3DN4, which is like on, you know, that little, you know, thing on the top of the cab, mm-hmm. they call that. Um, and uh, I lived in New York City for decades, and I don't know what that's called. That's kind of embarrassing. Okay, never mind. Um, so, yeah, you've got that. Oh, 3D14. That is the... Uh, identification for this McGrath yellow cab. If we were able to get to a taxi cab company, Ulez, would you be able to interface with the computer and look up the information of where that cab went? I would have to be able to sit in the front to touch those screens if they have. Um, it would require a bit of a distraction on our part. I don't imagine they like anybody touching their technology without permission. I certainly don't. Well, maybe they wouldn't know. Oh. What do you think, Benny? Benny's making her stressed face. I just, I've just, there are so many taxis in this. What if it's like out driving around? I have nothing rel- like good or helpful here, but he's just stre- stressed out. It could, what if it's not even going to be at the place? Are we going to have to track it around the city? Oh, I was saying we go to like the central hub. Dispatch. Dispatch, that's oh, it. I see. Where Danny DeVito oh. used to work in the show about taxi cabs. <laughs> Got it. Right? That was Danny yeah, DeVito's yeah, position, right? It was Danny DeVito, yep. And it's not a was- colleague of yours. Yes. Danny, I wish. No, he's a hero of mine. Um, I was going man. off of what Ula said about having to get into the specific That's cab. I was I like, thought, oh my yeah. God, do we have to chase this cab around? Yeah, this is going to be a trial. No, no, it makes a little more sense. Okay. Oh, that would be fun. But yeah, you're right. Go to dispatch and just interface with one of the... I think that that's the most straightforward. I know this is unusual for me to go, like, let's just do the one that'll probably work. But that makes sense, right? What do you we think, We are Catherine? on the job. This is a detective process perfect okay um uh, we'll just look up where dispatch is i think we can just like search that on maps or something yeah oh, to keep yeah. things moving along i'll just say you know that is just freely googleable and you know or perfectoable whatever we call it here and uh <laughs> <Boo>. <laughs> and Eve, might i ask a question of dr pavaki oh yes why is this artifact of scholarly interest? What was your Every, initial interest in this field? What is associated with it culturally? What do you well, know about it that led you to keep it in a vault behind old Heinrich here? Well, as I explained, uh, the artifact was given to me by my patron. Uh, I am 
merely supposed to deliver it to his associate uh, here in Port Ruby. Um, my my interest is just generally in Sadarman civilization, and 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 the the pendant is quite interesting as an artifact. Um, but uh, well, since the discovery of uh, that cave that I told you about, um, I I have enough to study that uh, I could probably live three lifetimes and, and not have time to analyze. So it's not, there's nothing in particular of scholarly note in, in your myths or legends about its power capabilities. I was only told that it has some sort of powerful magical properties. My patron was not more specific than that. Um, like I said, I, I know it is associated with the God of the way. I, I, I... What does that mean? Uh, it is in the shape of a symbol that was used in ancient times to represent that particular god from the Sidarman pantheon. And the associate, who is it? Uh, I I am not at liberty to reveal that. Um, it could be say... it could be critical to actually finding this artifact. All I can say for now is. The associate is above suspicion and would have no reason to steal it as I was planning to deliver to them this morning. And it's certainly not Reese Vorton. I do not doubt that, nor do I suspect this associate. They might have information that you do not. I understand you are reluctant to give us this person's identity for reasons that are unclear to me, given how freely you disclose so much else. Those were my instructions, and I can assure you this person does not know anything that I don't know. How can you be so sure? I'm sure. Your patron must give you a very large reward then to be so motivated and so very, very sure. Thank you. Uh, if we can't know the recipient, can we know who your patron is? Not at liberty to talk about that either. Figured I'd ask. Okay. <laughs> they get very few liberties, these patrons. <sighs> the powerful are a beguiling bunch. Thank you. So I will say you are able to go to the headquarters of the McGrath Yellow Cab Company, um, which we will place in, um, uh, let's say, um, Ruby Village uh, down in the south of uh, Avalon. And, um, Is that like a, analogous to Greenwich Village? Yeah. Which, okay. What does that mean in simple terms? Uh, it, um, uh, it's a spot. No, if you can't, that's okay. It's really like a hip kind of artsy okay. spot. You know, hip with a very points. small dash of gay. It's like right okay. next to gay. Or that's yeah. a great way to put it. Because we have a village yeah. in Toronto. It's very gay. It, it used to have a lot of personality like that. But, you know, now, just like everything else in New York, it's, it's just rich people. Yeah. yeah. There is um, a cool magic thing, though, that I'm just wondering if it'll tie in. But that's really meta and out, out of game. Um, hmm. Uh, so yeah, and you make your way down there and, uh, yeah, this, uh, you know, it is a very small office and there's one guy, um, behind, uh, the counter, um, let, let's say he's played by Danny DeVito. <gasps> oh, uh, yeah, I was, I will, uh, uh, Vion will, um, like have like a second where it's just like, oh, 
Yeah. It's, it's got yeah, a name it tag on. It says Huey. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That, that would be gentleman behind the desk. Um, can I just say really quickly before we step all the way in, um, I would like to cast something. What do I cast? I would like to cast invisibility. On who? I would like to cast invisibility on Ulez. Okay, give me a magic roll. All right, this is eight plus roll. Uh, you're gonna get this. Uh, that's gonna be thirteen. Yeah, yeah, Spooky. yeah. That's... Great. Um, okay, uh, all we gotta do is just kind of distract the person behind the desk, uh, take up their attention enough for Ulez to be able to do things. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and Huey's just kind of on the phone there, and he's just like, "Well, I sent him over." Well, I sent him over. I'm, I'm telling you, I sent him over. I sent him over. All right. I, I, and he just like slams the phone oh, down. Okay. He's like, I have an idea. Uh, what do you want? Hey, are you, uh, are you Huey? What do you think? I don't like to make assumptions. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, I'm Huey. My associates and I are part of the Better Business Bureau, and we are here. To congratulate you, sir. In fact, you know, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, since Beyond's pretending, he slips into the voice. We are here to congratulate you, sir. What did I do? What did you do? You got manager of the, you got manager of the season. Of all the businesses in Port Ruby Village, you were the one that showed up and showed enough uh, enthusiasm that we're here to congratulate you. We just need to ask you a couple questions just to verify uh, the voting process. Whoop-de-doodle, man. I got, I got a fleet of cabs to run here. Why do I care about this? Ex this, Huey, my man, this is exactly why. Because the way that you are acting, you are worried about the customers, and you are not worried about your own ego. So we're just going to ask you a quick, a couple quick questions for the magazine, and then we'll be out of your hair. Don't even worry about it. This is our photographer. Uh, 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 feel free to introduce yourself, photographer. Oh, um, hi, I'm Benny, and I'm going <laughs> to pull <laughs> I <laughs> Went out of my way to set you up for a fake name. Great. Nope. She, she was not. She did not know this is the way you were going. She did not premiere a fake name. We established yesterday she needs at least 15 paces before we get to the building to have a fake name ready. Um, so she pulls, she pulls out her camera to try to keep up with what you're doing. Um, and he looks over at Cadrax. She's like, and who's that? Oh, uh, this here is our interviewer. Um, uh, I'll let you uh, in introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Troy. <laughs> Make a willpower roll, Vion. <laughs> Can I put performance on top of this? Yeah, absolutely. Great. So this is five plus roll. Uh, it's gonna be six. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, that is a moderate success. Oh my god. So he's just like, this better not take more than five minutes. Uh, Vion glances around at wherever Ulez might be. Yeah, I don't think it'll take more than five minutes. I think uh, this is just really quick here to get a, a quick profile of you, Huey. So, uh, well, uh, Troy, if you want to go ahead and start, uh, you know, blasting, we only only got a couple questions. Uh, hey, do you have a, do you have any coffee, like pre-made coffee that I could get? What what does this look like a bodega? No, nah, hey, there you go. Well, the question, that's why I'm not doing the interview. All right, Troy, take it away. So, how long have you talked to people with large vehicles? <laughs> Okay, while this is going on, Ulez, give me <laughs> an investigation no. roll. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, I like smeared my makeup laughing at that. Thank you. <laughs> uh, investigation is going to be okay. Uh, that's an 11. 
Um, but the you, only thing I want to detail, go ahead. I was gonna say, you easily see that just sort of behind him, there's like a like a teeny tiny like little cubicle style office where there's just like an old, you know, really really old looking IBM PC just kind of sitting up there on the desk. Perfect. Um, I like to imagine that this place is like maybe a little old and like the counter, it has one of those like flip things that have to go up for you to get on the other side. But Ulez has probably not had to interact with that. So maybe a little bit to the left where um, just Troy is performing the interview. Some of like the loose papers on the counter start to like fall off. Um, and if anybody could see Ulez, I don't know if any, like if you've ever tried to like jump on a countertop that was a little too high or you didn't quite have the like momentum to just like heave yourself up um little legs kicking away as they're trying to like pull themselves on the counter kicking some things off and then they finally slump over hit the ground and then they're able to kind of like scoot over to the old ass ibm computer and touch that good old tube crt monitor what right. if if okay we're pretty cued into that ulez is doing things right now uh -huh. if i hear any noise i have my dslr i'm just gonna start taking an obnoxious amount of photos <laughs> that thing is loud mm-hmm there's definitely like a, oof, oh, oh no. Yeah, and Huey's like just like, like points at you, Benny, and he's just like, can you do that from over there? My left side is my good side. You got it, sir. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll move around and I will take, yeah, until I don't hear any noise coming from where the last place I heard you was. <laughs> and and Kadra actually, he, he's going off for you about his history of managing cabs. <laughs> um, so you but, tell each one where to go rather than using any kind of modern digital system. I don't, and I you don't, make money. I don't believe in digital systems, and I don't make that much money. I only manage this place. I don't own it. Um, why not? Liz, why not? Because I'm not a millionaire. What do you think? Why not? If I if I was a millionaire, you think I'd be working in this piece of crap job? <laughs> so you must seize this oh, facility no. for yourself. Seize? <laughs> no. no. What have we done? <laughs> you have showed great leadership in this place, have you not? This award, I point out, is a testament to that. Yeah. You do not deserve more than, more recognition, more leadership opportunities. Well, uh, give me an interface roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Huey. Looking his radicalizing best. the taxi services of Port Ruby. One, I have no idea what you're talking Albert. about. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do capitalisms on my planet. Do I get no, to add nice. investigation to this? I can't remember. Uh, uh to a hacking role. Well, I mean, you are searching for information you don't have. Yeah, sure. Okay, this just makes it a thirteen. It just looks and sounds better than an eleven. All right. Either way would have been enough. Um. You uh, you scoot through it and you're able to find cab three. Oh God, where did I write down the number? Oh, I didn't write that. D three D N four. Three D N four, um, and uh, you are able to eventually determine. Um, you find the time that you saw that cab drop off Reese Vorton and location right outside of Hamlin University on the south side there, um, and you see that uh, the pickup was actually made. Uh, at the uh, Conover Airport Hotel in mm. Baronsdale. Okay, well, good to dot your I's, you know what I mean? Mm. Or your lowercase j's. Um, great. Yeah. That's poking them out. <laughs> Best not to ask. Um, uh, okay, great. Uh, and this whole time, Troy is doing a great job of keeping Huey um, <laughs> occupied. 
Oh yeah, Huey's very, very involved in this interview. In his perhaps a way. work stoppage would cause him to recognize. Work stoppage. Work. I can barely get work started <laughs> around here. Exactly. Do you not need more support and assistance? Oh God. As I see the papers fluttering again in the same way, but reverse, uh, like I'll just go ahead and take the guess of like Ulez is done and has gotten the information. Uh, hey, you know, uh, hey, uh, as much as uh, we'd love to, you know, obviously we'd love to go on. We, we should probably let you get back to your day. Um, but, you know, lots to ruminate on, lots to think on. Uh, um, uh, and sir, what, a, what an absolute pleasure it is uh, for the best, better business bureau to, to meet upstanding citizen like yourself. Uh, yeah, member. it's the thrill of my life. Now, please go so I can ruminate. <laughs> All right, Yui. Uh, Best of we'll luck with your inefficient vehicle dispatch company. Yeah, thanks a lot. He shakes his head, journalists. <laughs> All right, and we head outside. Hopefully, it was Ooh. so much better than my idea. I was just going to go in and pretend I didn't know what cab I lost my wallet in and make him try to figure that out for 20 minutes. But this was way no, more we, did. we got cab tracks over here. Expert so in vehicles. Yes, nailed it. it possibly so would have made more sense, but this was probably more fun. It was way so. More fun. <laughs> Tell you what, um, as y'all make your plans or head over uh, to the Conover uh, Airport Hotel, why don't we take mm -hmm. a 10-minute break? Um, I think we are $100 away from the after-credit lore drop. Uh, thank you so much, everybody. Um, and uh, we will see you right back here in 10. Welcome back. Um, and it looks like while we were gone, uh, we inched $25 closer uh, to the after credit lore drop. So $75 to go. Once again, thank you so much, everybody. Y'all have been so amazing supporting the show, and we are super grateful. Um, now, when we last left off, um, our team had just uh, gone through an incredibly elaborate ruse uh, to get um, the location of uh, Reese Vorton, um, uh, who uh, the... Um, uh, the, the occult expert uh, and apparent magician uh, who has stolen uh, the uh, compass rose pendant that Dr. Povagi was meant to deliver to some unspecified associate of his patron. And it turns out that Reese Wharton is, looks like, was picked up at the Conover Airport Hotel uh, by Devere Airport in Barnsdale. Jake, can you put up the airport map? Just for a minute. There we go. You can see right beneath the word Baronsdale, uh, Devere International Airport, uh, and um, that uh, is in uh, the town that we will call Etmond, uh, or the neighborhood we will call Etmond. And um, the the hotel is uh, right, you know, at the airport, kind of, you know, it's like one of those like adjacent airport hotels, like the way they got hotels built all around LAX and stuff like that. And uh, we will just start you off. Let's say you drove the van down there. Um, anything anybody wants to talk about or get out of the way in the van before we get to the hotel? Quickly before, just for my note keeping, Etmond or Etlind? Oh, Etmond. E-P-M-O-N-D. Etmond. Cool. Etmond. Wait, Etmond with a P? Yeah, P. Etmond. Oh my gosh, wow. I, totally, I had no letters <laughs> in that word right. <laughs> That's okay. I, my, my pronunciation is terrible. Q R C. Um... Okay, great. Well, uh, we'll hop in the van and head that way. Okay. Um, and yeah, it is a very nice hotel. You know, it's the kind of place that hosts conventions and, and all sorts of stuff. Uh, very kind of upper crusty. And um, you are standing out front of the Conover Airport Hotel. What would you like to do? Oh, wow. So I have simply seen airplanes, mm, mostly from afar in Port Ruby, but primarily on film. They are your only means of transportation in the air. 
And like, Willis is going to be looking at like Benny and Vion, like, this is all y'all got? No, we have blimps. Oh. <laughs> I, uh, do, the, do they still do those? Um, uh, uh, to advertise like tires and stuff. It was, yeah, fun, it was going to be actually a major form of transportation from Burbank to Los yeah. Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the mafia actually blew up the balloons. That's a separate conversation, but that's a true thing. Um, we also have hot air balloons. We don't use it for transportation as much as like fun. Yeah. You have highly inefficient uh, orbital and suborbital rocketry capabilities as well. God, don't even get me started on the really? railways we should have. But yes, you're correct. Yeah. So we should go in and ask for where this person is staying. Should I we? don't think the front desk will tell us that. Will if they am- see Ulez, they won't. Oh, we are fond of this game. Uh, except we have a hard time getting over things sometimes. And uh, Ben, you did a very good job at distracting that individual. Well, I knocked over at least two notebooks. Yeah, yeah. I Good. Cool. Should we do the same old, same old? <laughs> Just rush right to it? It works. Very well. This person Patrick probably won't be rushing. a manager. <laughs> oh, oh, this will oh, just oh, probably bye. be like a front desk lackey. Yeah. So we'll have to come up with a different thing on the fly. But We could just have a lot of questions about their rooms. That's Patrick a says great... walk in the building. Um, Maybe. Uh, oh, Should shoot. Should we follow? <laughs> yeah, I- I'm going to cast invisibility on you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm just going to give you that since you made that roll before. I mean, you could say that Ulez is still invisible from the gab thing if yeah. you want. You know. I would have turned it off. I, I'm, I would be worried about losing track of Ulez. Aww. Be quiet sometimes. Okay, we head in. Follow, we're following uh, the doctor. <laughs> and where are you headed? To the front desk? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You get to the front oh. desk and there is... Um, you know, a guy in his 20s, let's say, he's got a name tag that says Ethan on it. And uh, I believe, Cadrex, uh, you were ahead of us. Yes. Hello? M- may I help I you? Was, I was sent for by Reese Borton. Um, do you have a room number? It is not custom to give such things. I, I am I am not permitted to um, confirm the presence of a guest or their room to just anybody. Indeed not. Yes, indeed not. And that's why you just passed our test. Uh, congratulations, Ethan. Uh, we are part of the regional uh, management. And, uh, uh, hi, my name is, um, Bernard. Uh, this is my associate and I, I gesture to Cadrex. Troy. Uh, yeah. And my other associate and I, uh, gesture to Benny. And, and he kind of looks the three of you over as a kind of look familiar. I know you from somewhere. Shit. Have you attended the seminars? <laughs> What seminars? I'm going to look behind him because there are there are definitely those like leaders like I'm looking for for a clue. Sometimes there's like you know employee of the month kind of stuff. 
I'm looking for a thing to save me because I am not from around here. Okay, Cadre, give me an investigation roll. Yes, get that point. Oh, whoa, okay. Uh, 12. 12? Um, nice. Yeah, okay. Uh, you see there is a conference of um, the uh, National Association of uh, um, Ceramics Dealers. Um, there is a conference uh, for um, the... Uh, uh, let's say um, no. That's good. That's all I need um, because Cadrex <laughs> is going to free associate. Uh, so the National Conference of Hoteliers Leadership Seminar. Hoteliers Leadership Seminar. Uh, I was yes, I believe someone on your staff was. He, he starts clicking through the computer. Um, not finding anything like that. Um, what did you, you say really your name attend. was? You seem like you Troy have Bernard. Potential. Bernard Troy, what was your name? Just Bernard. Troy. Just and Troy. Just Troy. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I am in the manager training program, but I, I'm not aware of any uh, hoteliers conference. You were not invited. Dadrax, make a uh, willpower roll. <laughs> Sorry, I was muted clapping on my microphone. You know, seven is above average for me, and I think we should really all remember that, all right? Seven is above average for you. That's um, a four well, on the I die. Mean, yeah, you're not, you know, it's like you're not, you're not dealing with, like, you know, some master criminal or big bad or, or gangster here who might have a lot of willpower. This is just, like, some guy who works at a hotel. But but he this is his job. So um, I will say... I will say that is a moderate success... Um, he is just sort of like, what are you saying? Well, you were asking whether you recognized us and we are with this seminar. I look to Vion like, please tell me I am not messing this up. Please tell me I am correctly. I, I actually, you know what I do? I thumbs up, uh, like under <laughs> that, that table, because that is how we, uh, yeah. communicate that we lie. No one, uh, no one got in touch with you about this. Um, you, did you get your pass? My pass. No, and he kind of starts typing again at the computer. Uh, Vion, make a willpower roll. Yeah, sure. Uh, and I, can I add performance to this? Yeah. Great. Uh, uh that's going to be a total of seven. Same marginal success. Uh, so he's just sort of like, um. I, I, I think I would be invited if, if there were some sort of yeah. Atelier's conference. For, I think for you would be too, I, considering we came here to talk to you about it. All right, we're, we're going to take a quick picture for your profile, and then we're going to print you a pass, and we'll just get you taken care of. Picture for my profile? Yeah, for the badge. Yes. Huh. Okay. We just need a, a blank background of some sort, like uh, yeah, that uh, this, this wall right here will do. Uh, has this is our yeah, this is our photographer. Uh, uh, is the light good against that wall, or what are we looking for? It's, it's, um, it doesn't yeah. need to be fancy. It's only we're only going to see it. Yeah, I should get more light in your face. I'll like edge him away from the, <laughs> the computers. That so way, you just the lights in front to... of you. Yeah, it won't. It'll be just like one one photo. It's fine. Uh, I guess I can. I, I mean, I can't give you any information though. Uh, no, we're not. 
Wait, wait, what do you mean? We would be the ones giving you, we're, we're the ones giving you information, Ethan. So. All right, let's do this quick. And he sort of walks around the desk and goes to stand in front of the wall. Uh, yeah, just so the light's not behind you. Just you're not backlit. You look spooky or whatever. So stand this way or just to, Yeah, do you, have a, do you have a side you prefer? Do you have like a, um, the last well, person I photographed uh, had had opinions? Hair parts on this side, but the, the, the oh yeah, so we'll do it. Benny will sit with him for like try to drag this out for like a full minute if she can. Be like, yeah, yeah oh yeah, totally. I see what you mean. You have a little bit of a cowlick there, so like if you like face this way. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, no worries. We can Photoshop. Uh, oh, we can Photoshop that out. That's okay. I stand up by the counter uh, with my back to it and my hands behind my back with a like little boost hands. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Oh gosh, and then you feel the weight of Ula's little feet, booted feet now, um, as they climb and tumble over the desk. And All right. the boots. <laughs> Ulez, give me an interface roll. Yes. Oh, that is mediocre. Nine. Um, nine total, unless I get to add the two to investigation, then it's an 11. Yeah, you can have the 11. What are you looking for? Like, just like his room number or what? Room number and yeah, like uh, any of his information. Can we get his personal information, his home address, his phone number? Get some credit cards, name, baby. Yeah. Credit card number, that's on file. Charge it up. <laughs> and when um, he got here and when he's planning to check out, yes. presumably. Okay. Like, is he about to leave? We got to go run to the airport. We got to fly. We got to catch time? a plane. Do we have to literally catch a plane? I cannot fly fast enough to do this. Yet. Um, his checkout time is actually today. Mm-hmm. Um, what time of day is it right now? It is sometime in the afternoon. Let's say it's let let's say this. He has three p.m. checkout. It's two thirty right now. Um, you get his room number. His room number is um. 486 this is on the fourth floor. Uh, his personal information is all addresses in London. Uh, his credit card information is not there. He paid in cash. <laughs> um, He's willing to heat hella exchange fees in, uh, in exchange for anonymity. Powerful. And it uses his name. Wild. Anything and like about the room? Like, is it a pet-friendly room? Is it like a smoker smoking? I don't know if that's still a thing. Um. No. Wait, what did you get? You got eleven. Eleven. Um, yeah. My investigation. No, it's it's just a room. It, it it is a nice, you know, kind of suite. But there's nothing that you can tell that is, um, you know, exceptionally unusual about it. Okay, it's not um, like just, ultra bougie or anything that like comes with a bottle of champagne when you go in. No. Um, anything else you can do here? Um, Tumble out safely. Uh, is there? It, it did. Uh, you can make a key out of those computers, can't you? Yes. Yeah, yeah, you can actually. Yes. Also, floor plan might be useful. Okay, floor plan you can have for your initial 11. If you want to try and make a key, you've got to uh, roll another interface roll for that. I mean, okay. no can investigation probably, this time. You could probably just touch the key card once we get up there, too. That yeah. is also true. That if we want to go, if we want to get out of here to get this guy. Get Liz also this guy. doesn't know about those key cards on hotel doors. They're not really Very shown true. in movies. That's true. Yeah. All right. Um, 
So you've got what you can probably get out of the computer. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that's what you've got. Okay, perfect. Um, Unugulas made it over, not only because the computer screen has gone back to the lock screen, um, but maybe there's like a plush carpet in the mm-hmm. front of the lobby and it kind of like depresses a little bit where their body has fallen onto. Uh, great. Yeah, right. and Ethan's just, you know, uh, I, I have to get back to my, my station. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, do, and, do. and tell you what, you know, if uh, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be completely uh, on the level with you, you know, uh, uh, if, if you're not invited, this event's not happening. Okay? <laughs> I just want to let you know that. That's how important you are to us. We're a family. It's a company, but it's a family. So your audio is a little weird, but. Um, Mine is? Kinda little, yeah, a little muffled. Oh, there you go. It's back. <laughs> um, <laughs> And, uh, uh, my roommate's watching Dune. Um, <laughs> yeah, if, uh, if, if you don't get an invite, Ethan, it ain't happening. I mean, is it just me or does the logo for that movie look like it says dunk? But anyway. Um, so, In Idaho. Uh, yeah, so anyway, <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, he, he's just, uh, thanks. I've, I've got to get back to my, you know, he was never, never sure what to think of you uh, and sort of very uncertainly goes back to his station um, and, uh, yeah, and you've got, uh, room 486. Great. A suite on the fourth floor. Okay. Um, and I kind of like nod for us to, uh, go outside. Let's not enter through. Yeah. Um, we'll head out to the parking lot. Okay. You are back outside, standing outside the building. It is, you know, it's like a hotel. Do we want to walk? through walls, Kadrick, you fly up to the window of the room and we can enter from two ways. Is that kind of how we want to play this or? Is he not checking out in half an hour? Oh, confirmed. Should we not simply be his mode of transport? Oh, Uh, he needs a cab. Yes. Uh, Where do we get a cab? We can wait. Doesn't a man have an inefficient dispatch? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you thinking, Doc? I do not know yet. I have only a limited understanding of how caps worked. I hope simply by referencing them, it would um, cause an idea to happen for you. I mean, we re- could take the van and pretend we're hotel to airport transport that's the thing that happens but we don't have any markers on the van that would indicate that that's true can magic do that can magic do that <laughs> okay um illusory magic perhaps <sighs> oh the major rick illusion. i would like to cast yeah illusion on the van <laughs> i can't be the one to go up and collect him be the fake driver because he might recognize me Oh, okay. Um, uh, I cannot be the fake driver. I cannot drive. Oh, we have driven once. When? Are you up to the... <laughs> yeah, when did you... Oh, uh, we were backing out of a... Yeah. Um, with the van, we had to leave... Um, yeah, uh, it was a rough day. Offices! <laughs> oh, yeah. It was a rough time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did great. Um, Coralon headquarters. I don't, yeah. Here's, here's okay. Here's here's. Oh yeah, you. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> here's the. Yeah, here's you were. T- 
Here's the pitch. Um, We have the room number and theoretically the phone number. Mm -hmm. Um, If you just make the van look like it's, you know, airport transport, we just call up to the room, say, hey, here are when our van times are leaving. We know you're checking out soon. Head down. It'll be waiting out front with other hotel goers who are headed to the airport. And then theoretically, he'll come down right to the van and you will be the other airport goers. Perfect. And then I'll try to nullify his magical abilities when he gets down. Theon, give me a magic roll to turn on illusion. Okay. So it's A plus roll. Uh, That's going to be 13. Okay. And uh, let me see here. Just make sure how does illusion work. Illusion. Uh, you have oh, I'm to... sorry. You know, it would be images, actually. I think images. Right, because images are the ones. Illusion is a mental the... thing. Right, images, yeah. even cameras and stuff. Version works just like an illusion. Oh, no, I might have that swapped. Target treats, um, no, false sensory impressions into other minds. Uh, images are like illusions, but sensory projections rather than mental hallucinations. And they affect so cameras and stuff like that. Okay, yeah. they ignore mental resistance. They ignore True. mental resistance. That's what we want. Uh, so, yeah, okay. You can just cast your illusion. Yep. Heck yeah. Uh, so, yeah, airport transport. All right. So, you are now calling him. What, what is the deal? You are. Yeah, I, we would just, just uh, the room call phone. the room. Yeah. yeah. Offer the service. Okay. Um, and uh, brrr, brrr. <laughs> yes. Which one of us is doing it? By the way. Go, take it away. Go for it. Hey, we gotta, we gotta, we have a schedule to keep, so we gotta leave in five minutes unless you're coming down. Schedule. Yeah. What are we talking about? I'm here to pick you up and your driver. Ah. You're taking me to the airport? Uh, yeah. Unless you want to go to a diner. That's a joke. Yeah, we gotta go. I do not have a sense of humor, driver. Okay, well, neither do I. Four minutes. Come on, we gotta go. I got other people to pick up. Very well. And he hangs up. Um, and, uh, you are waiting around for a good 10 minutes or so. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Of course. Oh my God. He's from some like British family that hands things down over generations. Of course Mm -hmm. they're. Mm -hmm. What are you looking looking up? Okay. Trying to get the end safe probably. He comes down and you see... Again, black suit. He's played by Terrence Stamp. Yep. Uh, he walks, and uh, with him are uh, four people carrying his bags. Damn it. Um, that um, they all kind of look almost exactly the same. Uh, ping? Can I see me ping roll? Uh, 
You only detect him and his bags. Um, the four helpers do not seem to register at all. And uh, Reese Vorton uh, walks down and uh, kind of looks around as if he's looking for his cab. The van is probably pulled up front. Hey, over here, you and the Shining Twins can put your stuff in the back. And he walks over and he looks at the van. And uh, he kind of raises his hand and his helpers stop moving. Uh He says, uh, I'll take the next one. Wow, the gall of this guy, making me wait 10 minutes. When I said I have four minutes, I go to the driver's seat, like I open it, I'm just like, this guy, seriously, seriously. Are you kidding me? Do you know how much you put me behind? And while I'm saying this, I would like to cast nullification. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Um, Let's see, nullification. Can completely negate the powers of another within extended range. Roll a coordination versus coordination. I probably should have boosted that earlier. Uh, versus coordination to hit the target. If successful, subtract your nullification level from all the target's power levels. Right. Okay. We did this last week, kind of. Um, coordination versus coordination. What's your coordination be on? Three. Three. Um, okay. Uh, now you realize you're going to have to give up the illusion to do this. Yeah. Uh, Jig's already up. <laughs> yeah, he, theoretically, he already gets it. <laughs> okay. Make your roll. <laughs> oh, no. Six. And, uh, you start to cast your spell, and he raises his hand and blasts you with this, like, energy blast, and he's like, nice try. You don't think I can smell your magic on this car all over you? Uh, I would, so I, I assume I hit the van. Yeah, sure. Uh, I would like to phase. I'm just going to say it doesn't, you're not going to lose any damage for this. It's, Great. He, he's, he seems to just more be kind of making a statement than trying to hurt you. Um, you phase. Okay. Yeah, you can do that automatically. Uh, I'd like to run at him. Charge him? Yeah, I like to charge him. Okay, what are you trying to do? Uh, I want to like run past him, and then I just want to punch him. I'm not doing a magic fight right now, like not yet. Uh, I just want to like old fashioned just punch him. Make uh, a coordination roll. While you're making that roll, I kind of want to like paint the picture a little bit because like Cadrax, Benny, and Ulez, who are going to be playing like the the travelers with no suitcases or anything, we're just standing there watching in shock, and like has. His servants disappeared? Like, can he cast more than one? His servants did not disappear, actually, mm. Ulez. Very astute observation. Oh, good. So I'll be trying to snatch the suitcases from helpers. Good to know. Because this guy's distracted. While uh, they're getting into the fight, I would like to go for the suitcases. Mm-hmm. First, Vion, roll a coordination roll. Yeah, great. Five. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Five total? Yeah, five total. My coordination is not great, which is why I should have you boosted it. charge at him, and he just snaps his fingers and <laughs> teleports away. As he does, the servants vanish, and the bags just 
fall okay, to the so ground. Things not in the bags. Hey, Ulas, how does that how does that tracker work? Is it only oh, for the we belt? We apparently unlocked the lore belt drop. Yay. Thank you so much, Thank everybody. You. Oh, this is an excited one. I'm excited to get on the record. Yes. Okay, Ulas, does your little teleportation tracker does it only work for the belts, or does it track any teleportation that happens in the area? Oh, Molly and I have not tested that. This is not something we've had the opportunity to sample. Uh, can I? Ooh. Um. Because we had that little, like, tracker from the beginning that was, like, teleportation energy in the area that's happened within a few blocks. So yeah. if, maybe if it's the, a s similar mechanism, the thing can still pick it up. It's a distance of four. Um, you can I give it a what it shot. Like. It was, like, the small little thing. I feel like Ulas is just, like, in their boots now. They keep, like, their things. Yeah, just their the things, yeah. They have. <laughs> yeah, I forget how I described it. I feel like, but it was, like, a handheld something or other. Yeah, you know, like, like, like I always it, like, yeah. remote-sized, yeah. Yeah. One red one. Um, make make right. an int intellect roll. Oh, you're so kind. Uh, nine. I don't know if I can add anything to that. Probably I mean, not. Probably because this is a magical teleport that you're tracking and not mm -hmm. one that is built off of the quantity technology. You don't get anything. Okay. Um, but good idea, though. Can I, I, I've been avoiding this one, um, just cause it's, it's a tad OP, but, um, maybe if I can combine two powers in a way, um, I would like to, I have extra sensory perception ESP. Um, oh. and the, literally the example in the book is uh, a character uses ESP via magic to see if another character is still anywhere in the city. Um, and maybe if I can do that with sort of like a detect magic energy to sort of justify that. So it's not like, I don't want to think where I can just like figure out where anyone is, but like I, he distinctly used magic. We have the same similar types of magic. And I wonder if I can like sort of pinpoint where, like where that magic is. Does that make sense? It does. And you know what? I'm going to say you just saw this guy cast two spells at the same time and uh -huh. maintain them both. And, and up until this point, you know, you've never really been able to do that before. Yeah. But you're a little pissed off now. That, you yeah. Know, you, you really thought that was going to work. You want to track this guy down. You're not thrilled about another magician running around Port Ruby, especially one this powerful. Yeah. You, you put a little extra concentration in, and you're going to try and draw two runes at the same time, one with each hand. Let's see if you can do it. Make an ESP roll. Um, okay. ESP allows you to perceive... Uh, okay. First, make a roll to see if you can turn on your ESP. And okay. And you got to make a roll to see if you can turn on the detect magic. So this is so, a plus roll. Uh, that's going to be a total of 12. Okay. Now give me the detect magic roll. Okay. Detect magic roll. And that's to turn this one on as well, right? Yep. Okay. That's going to be pumpkin uh, blown little hearts. So that's going to be eight. Uh, that's 14. Yeah. The three of you watch as with separate hands, Vion draws separate runes and for the first time ever maintains two spells at once. Vion, you now have a second magic slot. Oh, that feels is your, good. That is your, your major change for the week. Um, nice. And so let me see here. ESP. Uh, 
Mark's table, the distance you can perceive is the lower of your power level or awareness. So your awareness is three. So yeah. it's going to be three and detect magic. Uh, D comes before. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just I started thumbing back in the book. I was like, wait, I'm going the wrong way. Um, detection. Uh, a specific type of energy. I'm searching for magic uh, within a range, at a visual range with awareness. Right. Um, equal to your detection level. Equal to your detection level. Okay. So. Which, is, which would be my magic level. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what. Roll. Give me, give me your ESP roll. Roll on your awareness. That's a three. Okay. Uh, pumpkin. Uh, so that's a nine. Highest I can that's do. All right, and detection um, is on your magic level, right? So yeah. that's five. Yeah. Uh, wait, uh, five? Five, yeah. Yep. Uh, oh, well, which one did you cast with which? Well, uh, my new one is going to be a three, so I'm going to keep that three roll <laughs> because okay. there, that would change nothing. <laughs> you know, in the future, I got to remember to ask you which one you're casting at five and which one you're casting I'll, at three. I'm going to pull that's a on and me. play it good this time. Yeah. Um, pulling a Sam. I like that. It's, when you're going to do something smart, we call that pulling a Sam. <laughs> that um, feels like the opposite of what that thing should be called, unless we're going for sarcastic names. Yeah, right. <laughs> like like when the tall guy is tiny. Yeah, right. Didn't you don't, rob don't a bank and catch a on bank you. robber at the same time? <laughs> Wasn't that you? Anyhow. Um, okay, so now give me the detect magic roll, which is on your magic level, which is a five. Yes, this is five plus roll. Uh, that's a seven. Okay, your mind just spreads out over the area and you pick up this incredible magic source radiating from very nearby Devere Airport. Are you getting anything? Yeah, he's close to Devere Airport. Can he's I, at the airport. He okay. Yep, he's at the airport. Should we teleport and/or fly? Cadrax could perhaps <sighs> have the aerial perspective. Bird's eye view is useful. And Doctor Pavagi's just like, you can fly and teleport. Just go. Don't worry about me. Just go. Stop him. Stop him from getting away with the pendant. I give him the keys to the van so that he can get out of here. It's <laughs> too. I forgot about him. <laughs> Thank you. I'll. I didn't fill it up with gas for you. Thanks, buddy. Okay. Uh, and we'll chuck the bags into uh, the van. Yes. Yeah, that's okay. a good detail. Oh, we'll no Greg can do that so we can leave right now. Yeah. Um, are we flying or teleporting? Both. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Cadrex will definitely fly because it's uh, reliable. And you're reliable. fast, too. Uh, relatively. I think overall they probably end up the same speed because we're roughly the same power level, but yeah, we'll... Uh, we'll Book it, and I have such a bad idea. Um, I'm so excited. I reach my hand up to whoever, so whoever wants to take me. <laughs> I'm ready. Mm -hmm. Okay. Dion, um, your detection is able to narrow it down to a small area in the airport, but not to a precise spot. Okay. So I'm going to say that you tell them, you know, Terminal 5 somewhere. Sure, to meet up. Yeah. Um, so for us flying, uh, Ulas, are you teleporting by yourself and the rest of us are flying with you, Cadrax? Oh, that works. Just oh, wait, we can all just fly together, I guess. You can carry all of us, can't you? Certainly. Okay, I'm going to cast... Um, I just want to make sure I'm casting the right one. 
uh, I'm going to cast images um, okay. on us. I'm, I'm pulling an old Star Wars trick here, which is what they did with the X-Wings, where they just put them on little bits of cardboard and like mm -hmm. move them around with a black background. I want to cast just a square of sky like below That's us so as funny. we fly. So like if you if you looked, you would be like, this something's weird. I, I love I, I love how you do, instead of just casting invisibility, you're like, I'm gonna project a square of sky so people on the ground are gonna be like, Oh my god, look at that sky going by at five hundred <laughs> miles an hour. They're um, not gonna be, yeah, they're not gonna I don't know. think you can I don't think you can cast invisibility on all of us though. That's too many. It would just be me. Or it would yeah, be one just, other. Or okay, two others. I could do yeah, that. Yeah, two others, other. right? Yeah, okay. Um give me your roll for uh image. Great. This is this is eight plus roll. Uh, it's thirteen. I assume you're gonna do that with the five. So um yes. yeah, you you've you've got image level five, um, and uh you are able to just create that now. Great. Um so Kadrax, it is effortless for you to put lay hands on the others and zip everybody off and you kind Getting of rise above the hotel. Airport. It's going to be it's so like, bad. Yeah, you're, you you fly over, you know, the street. It's, it, it is not far because, like I said, it's built right on the outskirts of the airport. And uh, you fly over um, the terminals, you know, the airport, crowded traffic everywhere. You know, you can hear planes rumbling in the sky above you. And you all come down right on the ground in front of Terminal 5. Uh, which you can see is the terminal for private planes. Okay. Is it possible I could be somewhere else? Because as I will communicate to my colleagues as we fly, it will be harder to stop this man from doing something than to stop planes from being allowed to fly. Yeah. Uh, that is a much lower threshold of difficulty, uh, I suspect. How, they are delicate instruments i was it gonna ask if we could get ulez to touch a plane that he's getting onto and make it no go that is oh. significantly less damaging than my plan yes <laughs> i did have a very i did have oh. a very destructive plan yeah. first and then reeled it back in because we have someone who's good at tech but yes we are on the same page <laughs> benny ruining the phone <laughs> i don't want to be put as terrorists again for wrecking a plane <laughs> mm -hmm. We don't want to be a terrorist. Natural disasters <laughs> don't wreck plane. I mean, don't, aren't deliberate acts. Oh my god, that was your plan. <laughs> Wait, sorry, Cadrix, what was your plan? Earthquake. <laughs> they wanted to cause an earthquake, which is also incredible. Plan B. Plan B. I like it. Um, and I will head in and try to talk to him while this oh is going god. on. Okay. Um, why? Why is he stealing this thing? That's kind of something I would like to get to the bottom of. Okay. Do you want backup, or are you good on your own? Uh, no, I would definitely need some backup. Okay, I'll go with you. You two, the aliens will will be Sabotage. on plane plane. Sabotage, yes. saboteurs, and I will go as I will go as bodyguard. <laughs> okay. Um. So Vion and Benny are going into the terminal to look for resupport, and yep. Ulez and Kadrax are going to fly, <laughs> I guess, to where the planes are and see if you can figure out which one is his plane and then mm -hmm. wreck it in one way or another. Okay, yeah. so let's start off with um, Vian and Benny. Oh you walk into the terminal and, um, you know, it, it, you know, picture 
it's it's busy. There is that counter where all the the airport, you know, the airlines kind of have you know uh, representatives. But in this case, instead of representing airlines, they look like airport personnel um, who are responsible for checking people in for their private flights and things like that. Um, there are. I don't know. There are, it's, it's, it's fairly busy in here. There are probably a few dozen people when you count employees and, and, and on all the passengers. Um, why don't you both give me an investigation roll to look around? Great. Coffee dice, let's go. Seven plus, uh, nine. <laughs> nine. Four. <laughs> Four. Okay, so the two of you start wandering around the terminal, kind of looking around at the people, seeing if you could find Reese Morton. I, I do have Detect Magic still on. Can I blast that? Oh, oh. no, I turned it off because of Illusion. Uh, well, no, I only you actually... One. You turned off... Um, which one did you turn off? Right, yeah, yeah you turned off Detect yeah, Magic. Oh, okay. Because, um, you, you, right, because the, the three was uh, the mm. one you used for ESP, right? Was, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. Um, so I only have ESP set up. Yeah, I only have ESP. There's something we don't hear every day. Um, okay, <laughs> so... Problems. If you, you use want, your you brain can, to find him? Yeah, you can probably use ESP. Perceive things in distant locations if you were actually there. I mean, essentially, it's like it lets you see this place that you are in anyway. Oh, so yeah. you can stand there and like look around with ESP, or you can walk around trying to look at people. Let's just it's head out. Like, yeah, wander. All right. So the two of you start wandering around. Cadrax, Ulez, you fly over the terminal towards the back where the planes are, and you see oof, nine or ten private jets that all look vaguely similar to each other. You know, um, what do you want to do? Ping. I want to ping the fuel tanks. Uh, Port Ruby to London is not going to have stops. This is going to be a plane that is relatively fuel heavy because it is an overseas trip. That means only some of the 10 planes would presumably be capable of such things. Uh, and of those, one would be fueled up for a transatlantic flight. Okay. Uh, it's, it's a speculation because we don't actually have confirmed that he's going to London. So yeah. I could be wrong, but that would be the heuristic that I would most immediately apply. All right, so I'm going to make this two rolls. First, you got to see if you can guess how much that what how much fuel that would be off the top of your head, um, and then the ping roll. So first, give me an intellect roll. Sure. It's probably a pretty hard thing to calculate if you're not like a pilot or something. I mean, you know, it's pretty much like, is this full? Uh, is this not? Uh, I was doing a transatlantic flight that got stopped over in Denver once. Um, and couldn't take off because they were Denver. We had to land early and then we were a mile high. And so we had to heat a bunch of the baggage. Um, so that was a 10. Yeah, Denver sucks, man. No, um, sorry, no, we love you, Denver. Um, and uh, 10. Um, mm -hmm. Okay. Now give me a ping roll. All right. Uh, let's see. That's a 13. All right. So you can pick up immediately that, let's say, five of those 10 planes are fully gassed up. How I can we narrow it down from there? Perhaps when your ping went off, did you detect if there were any people? I understand that if any plane is to take off, there have to be individuals. Um, those people that wear their uniforms together, we have seen them in many films. Um, Mm. Not the uh, pilots, but the people in the plane. We don't know that they would have boarded yet, would they? Well, well I they guess not we're have to do any preparation. 
if even if the people are not on. Are any of them loading bags right now? There we go. Thank you. Um, oh, that's so smart. You can make an intellect roll to see. Mm-hmm. Probably shouldn't, you know, do too much for you, but you did just see him drop all of his bags at the hotel and you loaded them into your own van. But Oh, so yeah. You're not exactly sure there would be bags to yep. load, but... But there's still well, where the bag is going on the baggage tag, no matter bags, whose bag amenities. it is. Uh, these planes have to be stocked with things like food, alcohol, other yeah, beverages. People would be doing setup for some of them. Um, I just made so, a little sticker that they put on your bag tells you where the bag is going. So any bag going into any plane would tell you where that is I don't know if they do that for going. private. I'm not fancy. On private? Uh, oh, that that's was true. Died, these, are pri- these are private planes. Um, so right. six plus six. Twelve. And you were... This is intellect roll to see if you can spot bags being loaded or like activity at some of the planes. Right, yeah, sign that this plane sad. is, any of these remaining five planes are being immediately prepped. All right, you've narrowed it down. Two of them look like there is nothing going on. Three of them have, you know, ground crews checking stuff out. And, you know, it looks like, you know, some flight attendants kind of getting ready to, to get on a little stairway driving up, that kind of stuff. So you've narrowed it down to three. All right. Um... How do we feel about those odds? While you were thinking about that, oh, oh, sorry. No, 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 please. Okay, while you were thinking about your next step, back inside, um, give me another intellect roll or investigation roll from both of you. This could be a 10. 10. It's a nine, max die. (sighs) Okay, um, you are walking around, you know, you're kind of doing this thing discreetly trying to check everybody out. And you can see right near security, like on the line to kind of pass through and get searched and all that stuff. Um, You see a man, gray, silver hair, black suit from the back. You are pretty sure that is Reese Warden. Okay. Okay. Vian, Mm -hmm. can you, I don't know how your ESP works, but can you like Look at him from over there. One, make sure it's him. And two, can you, like, if he pulls his ticket out, can you see what gate it is exactly or, like, where he's going exactly? Because then we can feed that info to our friends and then we can deal with whatever we want to do in here. But then they have, like, a backup of they can deal with the plane. But then they know exactly what plane. A great idea. Um, I don't know how your ESP works. That's just. I'm going to put this up to GM discretion. Is that a thing we can do where I can kind of, like, Blade Runner. Put your senses in front of him. You have ESP that is essentially what it is supposed to do, let you see things at a distance. So it's like... Great. To do ESP, make a lower... The lower of your power level or awareness. What, three? Give me a roll. Three plus five equals eight. Okay. For an eight, you are able to see that the first two numbers in the plane's call sign are seven one. Okay, I'm gonna cast telepathy and send that to. Oh, we have um, our earpieces. I'm gonna touch my ear. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna relay that to Benny. Okay, then I'll yeah I'll do it. Yeah. I'll pass that along to my, our alien crew. Um and. How close is he to walking through the metal detector? 
you they're they're searching somebody else right now so you've probably got you know a second a minute or two yeah tops uh okay uh out of game sorry this is not vion and benny this is omar and caitlin uh uh what um uh what did what power did you use for magnetism quick question for the one shot element control energy control magnetism energy control magnetism Thank you. See, that's why we call that pulling a Sam. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to cast energy control magnetism, please. Um, okay, give me an give me a magic roll to see if you can turn this on. Eight plus uh it's ten. Okay. Um that turns it on at level which which level are you trying to turn it on at? Three or five? What are you giving up? Uh or, well, I guess uh, let's do it at. Gosh, I haven't checked the benchmarks for this specific thing. Um, let's put it at three. I'm not trying to do a big. Three. I'm not trying to do a big thing. Okay, so yeah, absolutely. You have magnetism control, a la Magneto, but level three. Yeah. Uh, what I would like to do is is can I. <laughs> Is there anything around? God, this is going to get tricky keeping track of which one's turned on, which one's turned off. I'm going to get myself a little notebook. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> I <laughs> I would like to see if there's anything metallic around, like someone's putting into a bin, like a belt or anything um, small that I shoot. You know what? Mag Just magnetize the arch that they're walking through. It'll oh yeah, the it would sensors, just go it'll off. hold up the line. It'll hold up the whole line. Great, yeah, I just want to have it go off when he walks through. So you're right. I would just turn it. Yeah, it would just magnetically sense a magnetic thing. All right, give me an energy control roll. Your energy control is at level three. Great, do the three plus roll. Uh, that's going to be a six. Total? Uh, total. Yeah, three plus three. Okay. That is probably enough for this type of system. It's very sensitive to magnetism, obviously. You know, uh, it, so yeah. And like suddenly it's like, you know, all the security guys kind of like converge around the person in it and they're just kind of like, you know. And I want to call, I wanna call on, on, on him specifically when he walks through. So not the person in front. We could just oh, hold like up on, the line if you do the person who's going now. Like if, or do you want him like totally? I want him. In? Okay, awesome. Okay. So you're gonna wait a second for him to go through. Yeah. Um, and uh, and the person in front of him goes ahead, and then uh, Reese Vorton steps into the machine. You yeah, cast yeah, yeah. your spell and blast the machine with magnetism, and uh, boop boop, and security converges on Reese Vorton. Essentially, there's a sir, can you step through? And he kind of like you know he's looking around, you know, like what the hell? You know, he's like patting his pockets and stuff. What what are you hoping to happen here? Well, I just want to buy us a little bit of time and also get oh. a lot of eyeballs on him so he's not going to pull anything weird. Certainly he's got eyeballs on him now. Okay, um, great. While this is going on, Ulez and Kadrax, you just received information that the first two call numbers in the call letter of the plane are 71. Oh, that is that is very good. 7 <clears throat> 71 can be uh, verify out of these three planes if that is useful information. I will make you roll since you're standing right there. I'm you floating. see two of them start with seven one. All right. 
Okay. Uh, and both of these have pilots per my ping that are presently. Yeah. Cool. Can I uh, sound amp the pilot's conversation to mm. see where they are flying? Like they're doing their pre-checks right now. Oh, um, yeah. Give me a complex task roll for that. I'd love to. getting weird and finky <laughs> here today. Yes. Okay, 13. That's our that's our number on power rolls, my goodness. <laughs> okay, so you try it on the first plane mm -hmm. and you listen for a little while to the pilots talking and you are able to pick up after a while that this plane seems to be going to Brazil. Mm -hmm. Don't try it on the other plane. Yes, I think I think that's worth. Oh, 15. Ooh. Okay. You try it on this plane, and this plane is going to California. One of these planes is going to Brazil, the other to California. What, what, what do we do now? Inside the terminal, um, Brees Vorton is kind of trying to deal with security. And yep. while he's dealing with security, what are you doing? <laughs> he kind of sniffs at the air a little bit. And he like whirls around and just like, boom, shoots daggers, kind of, you know, glares at you. Yeah, great. I flip him off. Um, I would like to cast at, at my level five spot. Um, can we call it big magic, little magic? Can we do that Cute. for now? Just to make it easy? Yeah. Big magic five, little magic three. Uh, and then that's going to be the merch. Uh, I would like to cast at big magic uh, teleportation. Oh, God. Okay. Give me a big magic roll. Okay, so this is eight plus. Uh, it's gonna be twelve to turn it on. All right, you have teleportation in the big magic slot. Now I wanna, um, I wanna cast this with my big magic, but I wanna cast it at level one. So this is just a really good chance of getting it because I'm adding five to it. Just so everyone understands how this works, I'm adding five to my roll, but it's gonna be easier because I'm not casting it at level five. I'm only casting it at level one. Yep. Okay. What are you, what are you trying to do here, by the way? Oh, uh, Rick, I would, uh, the gentleman is occupied and cannot escape from the security folks for at least a couple seconds, leaving his bag completely unattended. And I would like to get that bag, bring it to us, and let me explain exactly why, Rick. It's because the pendant that we're after is metallic. So if he walked through the metal detector, he could not have had it on his person, which means that it would have been in his personal baggage, which means that we would get it. And if it's not in that specific baggage, he's checked it in, which means that our friends outside have the best ability to go get the baggage. So while he is stuck with security, I just want to rob him. Wow, maybe <laughs> we should call it pulling an Omar. Um, <laughs> This is where you spend roll. more time with Sam, you get better at the game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Teleportation, you roll in teleportation level one, which is a distance of a couple of yards. So basically yeah. from him, from, from the, the conveyor belt to you. Uh, so I'm, I'm five plus two is seven, but I'm only casting it for level one. Okay. And you 
and suddenly the bag just like appears in your hand and Reese Vorton just like he's he, he can detect that no problem he's very powerful and he's just like that's it and he draws these two wounds in the air and blows them onto two of the security guards oh no and one of them changes into a rhino and the other one changes into an elephant and they just everyone in the place just like whoa and like the other guards back off and he points forward and the two of them just start charging towards you and benny okay um okay um great well i'm gonna cast tell i know that we've got a lot to take care of you want to just grab do you want to just kind of reach out my hand to you and should we just be ghost like (laughs) oh yeah let's let's ghost really quickly (laughs) great thinking uh I just, I think that happens and Benny just goes, um, um, and like grabs onto your shoulder, hoping that you'll just uh, have something to do. I'm going to tell you what, first, roll initiative. Okay. Great. Well, at least I bumped this up. Okay. 10. Oh, no, we're good at this. That's a five. Uh, 11, because I haven't updated that. Okay. So, Vion, you, oh yeah, by the way, that's anybody who added point to strength or anything like that or will you know or to strength this week remember you, that gives you extra stamina so oh, we'll be oh, doing that. oh, oh, oh um, why did, uh, but that means vion goes first benny goes second and the rhino and the elephant go third so vion if you want you can just grab benny and phase out yeah so we're gonna phase real quick okay you phase as it automatically thank you rick that's amazing <laughs> um it works on some of the sheets and not on the others i i have trouble keeping that working but um, uh, yeah, you you phase out and uh, the rhino and the elephant kind of just go right through you and then like stop, you know, and then like turn around and they're like kind of like swatting at you. Great. Uh, that was my move, I guess, was phasing because we've established that that takes a turn. Benny? Oh. Um, do you want to do anything or are you just gonna? I'm gonna. I don't want. I mean, we are already making a huge spectacle. <laughs> yeah, everybody's pretty freaked out. Okay, um, all right. I'm gonna. We're in an airport. I'm gonna use my turn to turn my. I'm gonna take um, Vion's hand and put it on my shoulder, and I'm gonna use my turn to turn my arms into lava. Not the whole body, so I can mm, stay ghosted. Great. I don't okay. want to take it out. That's what your turn does. Yes. Um, the elephant and the rhino keep trying to swipe at you uh, to no avail. Um, and uh, Reese Vorton, uh, you hear him, so that's how you want to play it. And he draws a rune and ghosts out himself. God, well, at least I can hit him now. Meanwhile, outside, Kadrax and Ulez. Uh, or, mm-hmm. oh, whoops, sorry, Ulez. I is am gone. here, except I'm experiencing the weirdest technical difficulties. Uh, I'm Please. not in my chair. Where are you? I don't know why. <laughs> Vion cast invisibility. There's a oh, third spell what? slot. It was there. Yeah. No. no, he could really do that. I thought it was my just goodness. like a game thing. Better. Never underestimate Omar. Thank you. That this this is points. <laughs> like uh yeah. So I'm happy to continue. I'm just gonna keep clicking buttons over here. Um, okay. <laughs> this is so um. odd. It, it, it's very odd, but um, yeah, no, well, as long as you're there. Uh, <laughs> uh, what do the two of you want to do? Uh, oh, Cadrex, should we? 
uh, we can disable these plants. We can we can destroy them quietly from the inside. It does not have to be a rather um, terrorist event, I believe is the word. That is a word that I hear on the news very often. But perhaps this is just a good way to secure what we have to. We're securing the pendant in the name of detective work. Indeed, for just two planes, mechanical error seems more than adequate. And having narrowed these down, I shall take California and you, Priscilla. <laughs> Does... So you what? I want to start making like a knocking noise in one of the engines, like the kind of thing that they're gonna that's gonna pop the pre-flight check and make them like you have to nope. Which one? Um, I'm taking California. I think um, I'm like Liz. If you want to knock out Brazil, yeah. Okay. Cadillac, give me a complex task roll. Um, I mean, I technically am, I think, knocking things around in there to create that. I don't know. Maybe. I could do either. Uh, all right, that's a 12. Uh, okay, that is plenty. Um, yeah, you start projecting um, this kind of knocking noise kind of coming from, like, the grinding engine. And, like, you could, you, you know see the pilots just kind of like fiddling with knobs and picking up a thing and like shouting into it and suddenly they the engines start to they're turning off the plane and you can kind of see like a ground crew kind of running over starting to like wrench you know off the you know the, the, those engine coverings to look around and see if they can figure out what is wrong um hey look at that um i need to say as soon as you said there you make a knocking sound in the plane the orchestral music I'm listening to had like a wood block click 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 like sound like in the like knock 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 it's like it's ready We're, the music is, is supporting our plans huh I love, I love those little like you know the, the unrelated the coincidence aligned yeah um, meanwhile it's like B that was the, the greatest lesson in what it must be like for the team when they're talking to invisible <laughs> right? it's, like, it's kind of weird <laughs> but now I, I really feel like I'm going to be able to put my head there in the future um a little jarred. Also, I seem to have an image of my chair still here. Yeah, don't know why it. it's there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna just pretend you're kneeling behind your chair. So <laughs> it's a piece um, of Ulez's armor that you're wearing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There. Oh my it god! Is. It does kind of yeah with the black Good. thing rolled around. Yeah. Um. So Cadrax has taken out, or at least temporarily taken out, uh, the ship bound for California. Um. What do you want to do to the sh to the plane going to um, Brazil? Uh, I want to short circuit the, and this is going to be a mechanical thing, because like Ulas has legit spent a lot of time working on oh, ships. You, you've got an expertise in mecha mechanical, right? Uh, I specialty. Do. Specialty um, in robot electronics and mechanics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know that, like, Vion probably made Ulez watch, like, Lost or something, and, like, the only thing that Ulez got out of it was, like, the ship, the, the plane crashed. Like, why would the plane crash? What would have to go into a plane? To, like, they didn't really get the, the metaphorical life and death thing about that. Um, but so many reasons the plane crashed, but we can okay. talk about that. Also, I, know, I, I, didn't, I didn't make you watch Lost. We got to watch Lost. <laughs> Yes. yes. We were yes. so fortunate to. Um, 
Okay, so Ulez, give me a uh, intellect roll to which you can add your mechanics bonus, which is uh, your tech bonus, which is plus two. Fabulous. Um, not the best of rolls. That becomes eight plus two is ten. And yeah, you you kind of lay hands on and, and and you know start like monkeying around you know with the electronics and 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 the mechanics of the plane, and suddenly it's just like poof, like one of the engines just like shoots smoke out of it, and you know you you see like the ground crew all just like whoa, you know, and and like you know was it running over with like fire extinguishers and stuff? That plane is finished. <laughs> Meanwhile, That's inside, <laughs> um. Ghost Reese Vorton um, steps just right through the other guards who are now just, you know, freaking out because of the, the elephant and the rhino. Um, and, and he walks very determined towards you. He says, I was hoping to not have to get my hands dirty, but if you're going to make me do this. His move already went up, though, this. right? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. His move mean... was to ghost himself. Okay, great. I didn't mean to step on the line. I just. Uh, no, that's right. I'm trying to be you a step good on. I trust, I trust your judgment, man. Um, so it is your turn, actually, Vian. Holy smokestacks. All right, well, with my um, f- ability to move uh, before I make my move, I would like to sling the ba- his bag onto my back, um, and I would like to just <laughs> let Spider Monkey this again, if you're all right with this, Benny. I would like to hop onto your back because it's your arms that are specifically yes. magnet, right? Yep. And I want to explain really quickly. Let's just walk through what I'm doing here. Uh, this gentleman went, oh, you want to play like that? Turn into a ghost with Benny ghosted so and thinks that he can best Benny in a ghost fight. So I hop on Benny's back. I know that Benny's going next, which is a little metagaming, but I would like to cast Fast Attack at level five on Benny. What does that do? Fast oh, Attack wow. yeah. allows you to make multiple attacks during your round. Allows you to attack more than once per action, dividing your fast attack level into additional attack tests up to your level with that attack. So we five divided into, yeah. Right, yeah. If you use your extra attacks against the same opponent on the same page, treat as a combined effort. Okay. Um, Vion, make a, make, see if you can turn on fast attack. Okay. I have a point of determination, right? Uh, you have... One point of determination, and there's a community point as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. So I might add it to this just to make sure that this happens. You're using uh, yours? Yeah, I'm going to have to. I'm so yeah. excited. In fact, I'm going to fully you using Spirit of Justice? Uh, I get angry? Um, I'm try- I want to say educated. Oh, I'm trying to think of how to use educated in the school of pop culture. You're going to be Mr. Miyagi me? <laughs> kind of, yeah. A little. New Yoda on <laughs> my Right, that's it. Yeah, Team Dagobah. <laughs> okay, just because I like the reference. <laughs> that cost you your point of determination. Okay, so I'm rolling again here to get... It was the same, um, which is one, which is low, uh, which would be a nine. Can I use the point of community determination to pop that up to an 11? Um, I'll tell you... Or is it nine enough? Nine will be enough. Okay. Great. In that case, you—that uh, is my round. That apply now, Caitlin. You've got five that you can five points that you can divide up into your attacks. Oh my god. Okay. Like uh, to add to rolls. Or, uh, it's what like is it? it's a, a what is your so 
I guess when you say what your first attack is going to be, I can explain how much you can do of a second. Okay, okay. Attack. So how close is this guy to us? He said he just walked right up to us. Yeah, he's he's standing like right there, basically. Oh, in your face. buddy, bad idea. Okay, so I'm gonna take like like two steps back just to keep Vian away from him, um, and you know what I'm about to do. Um, but she's kind of I think she's lava from like forearm slash elbows down. Um, and they're still hand shaped. And so I think she's just going to kind of go like, okay. <laughs> and both of both hands like stretch out. Um, cause I have theoretically I've stretched him to level eight. So it's just going to like really fast, like Adam and just like, I'm going to, she's going to try to hit him in the chest. Um, with the, like an intent to, I don't know if he, if he could get him to take a step back, that'd be great, whatever. But just like, like a punch, like a really fast punch to the chest with both hands, like a okay lava. That's it. Okay. So I'm still not 100% sure what his deal is, and so I don't I don't want to be in melee, and I'm just kind of like, Ugh. <laughs> So that, yeah, attack one. Great. What attribute are you using for that? Um, it's a prowess roll. And then what's your prowess number? Seven. Uh, okay. I think then, if I understand this correctly. Yeah, trying would to read you, this now. Are you down to roll up, Rick? Because <laughs> then it yeah, would just be up? one additional punch. Because yeah, my level's at five, which is lower right. than Caitlin's prowess. But if you're okay with rolling up, then it would be one additional punch that Caitlin would get. Um, yeah, give her the additional punch. I'm always down for punch. Great. So you get to just do two of those attacks before he gets to react, Caitlin. Okay, okay. So then we'll just kind of do like a one, two, like a fully, both hands one at a time then. Right, yeah, one one um, with each hand? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So the one, two punch. Give yeah. me two prowess rolls. <laughs> okay. First, so... let's say left hand. Okay. Okay, so oh, I have new numbers now. Here we go. What, uh, wait, hold on. Oh no, I'm still right. I'm sorry. That's a fifteen. Um, so that is a major success. But when you connect with him, you can feel that this guy's got some kind of like magical protection on Sweet. him, some kind of magical damage resistance. Yeah. So he does take damage. So my, my maybe new damage, not as much as you would have expected. Yeah, my new damage is... It went up by quite a bit now because I just got that extra strength. Oh my god, I can do math. 14 is my new damage with aura. Oh, with the aura, right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll roll for the second. And he, cer he certainly felt that. You can, yeah. you can tell that he just, you know, even, even with his magical damage resistance, he's a little shaken by that first hit. And the second one's a 13. Same thing. Um, uh, yes, same things. Another major success. Okay, that's and another 14. And he just, you know, kind of f falls back, like, a little bit in shock and kind of, you know... And her arms come, like, slinky back. Yeah. Um, and, uh... Kind of warning, like, warning shots, I think, is kind of how she's, like, <laughs> calling that. Cadrax, Ulez, what did you do after you disabled the two planes? Well, I, GT I GTF'd us, oh. Um, <laughs> so did you head into the terminal or did you just get away from the planes? Uh, yes, I'd like to head into the terminal if you are amenable with us. Uh, yeah, that is a very good idea. Uh, so okay. we will go there. Um, I, I feel like there's a British jerk who needs to be on a no-fly list like right now. <laughs> 
And he sort of takes this step back and he sees the two of you recognizing you from the hotel. He now sees the four of you before him. And he, and he, and he kind of, with one hand, waves his hand and, and the elephant and the rhino kind of change back into those two security guards who just kind of pass out on the floor. And with the other hand, he draws a rune. All right, everybody, make a willpower test. Oh okay. no! You tell know me how what good you get. our willpower is. Collectively, yeah. if we do anything, I got a four total. Eight. That's also an eight for me. Five. Okay. As he makes that rune, all four of you feel this incredible blast inside of your head. Just absolutely painful. I mean, beyond anything any of you have felt in a really long time. Um, Vion and Benny, you each lose three stamina. Damn. And Kadrax and Ulez, you, uh, no, Kadrax, you lose four stamina, and Ulez, you lose four stamina. Pretty sure I did that math right, but whatever the case is, you all feel that, and it's like, it is just overwhelming to your senses, you know, this, you've never felt an attack like this, Ulez, your damage resistance does not seem to work against this particular mental kind of attack. And just as you're kind of getting your wherewithal back, Reese Vorton looks at you, Vion, and he says, we will meet again. And he waves his hand and just vanishes. Great. <laughs> Uh, I get to my feet. Is everyone okay? I'm gonna unlava as soon as the spectacle is done. <laughs> and and we'll unghost as well. Yeah, is everybody here okay? I want to check on the guys who are down, who were turned into animals. Yeah, uh, they are unconscious but alive. Everybody else is kind of looking around. You see, you know, cops start to gather. Um, you know, it's. it's I do it's, want to get like security's attention to come help their friends. Like, yeah, like yeah, get them and, over. Like, hey, these guys are. I, I think they need um, help. More help. Different and, help. And, and yeah, they they run over there, and, and you know, they're they're kind of you know taking pulses and, and attending to their friends. Uh, Dion, I know Cadrix is a doctor, but I don't know if we want to get out of here. <laughs> Just want to get someone else to help them. Um, Theon, you are. Uh, you are still in possession of the bag. Yeah. Uh, so I'll just kind of say to everybody, hey, uh, everybody, we uh, saved the day yet again and oh. uh, stopped uh, what could have been a, a horrible uh, incident there. So uh, 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 have a wonderful day. And, uh, we'll, you know, hopefully we don't see you again because uh, that'll mean day needs saving. All right, let's 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 get the hell out of here. Uh, exist well. And, and then, you know, everybody's just like, you know, it's shell shocked in this in this terminal. It's, you know, rhino and elephant, you know, like super combat. It, it, it's it's a moment. 
Um, and uh, yeah, to keep things moving along, let's say you go back to the detective agency where you meet up with Dr. Pavagi. Yep. And uh, you open up Reese Vorton's bag and you dig through it. And uh, beyond, you find that little red folded square of paper. Now, yep. Omar, mm-hmm. do you have that thing I gave you? I did. You told me not to lose it and I didn't, Rick. Oh, my God. Good. Because this would have been really, really frustrating if you had. Ah! Open it, open it, open it, open it, open it, open it. And Dr. Pavagi says, open it. Okay. Oh, wow. You secured this really well, Rick. Hold on. Benny's going to, like, put her hand on, on, on your hands on the package. I feel like you owe us a little bit of something before we open this. We've dealt with a lot of magic shit today. Is like something gonna explode? Is this gonna like? Are we I gonna put my hand like, over your give, hand? Give us any. I assure you, have this. nothing like that. He can handle it. That is a lot of unearned uh, belief and confidence, there, Doc. Okay, here we go. All right. Don't hit the mic. Oh. There's tape inside? (laughs) Is there? (laughs) Well, I didn't really trust Omar not to break it, so. (laughs) That's very fair. Okay. The paper is gone, and now we've got bubble wrap. Oh, uh, Vion, could I kindly pop the bubble wrap after? Absolutely. This is all yours, Ulez. Thank you. Freed. I, re- I relate to Ulez. <laughs> and. Ah! That is so amazing. Oh my goodness. And the minute you touch that golden pendant, you just, you feel this kind of warm surge. And you hand it to Dr. Pavagi. And he says, thank you so much for your help. Now I can deliver this to its intended recipient. All right, there you go, man. And he hands it right back to you. Vion, my patron wanted you to have this. And may I? Uh, yeah. He reaches over and he pins it on your lapel exactly where your sheriff star once sat. Okay, while you're uh, explaining some stuff, I'll get that going. (laughs) Oh, it looks very, um, very distinguished. I'm trying to be as tender as possible. <laughs> so here, I'll just put this here for now until I figure it out. Yeah, right about there. And uh, he said, he pins it on and he says, a compass rose to help you find your way. And he shakes your hand and he says, I sincerely hope we meet again. And he gets up and he walks towards the door. Oh, thank you for attending our, our using uh, a detective Vion services. We are always available to help super or not. We are um, very good at what we do. And he nods at you, Les, and he opens the door and then he stops and he turns back to you, Vion, and he says, one other thing, Mr. Vigor, how did you die? Uh, car accident. I don't know if anyone told you, but the spirit of justice is always associated with those 
who though the, who themselves died from an injustice. So are you quite sure you weren't murdered? And then he leaves and he closed the door behind him and we'll see you next week. Damn. So that is the end of that. Um, Hello, I am B. Zelda. Do you want to do our <laughs> sign-offs? Yeah, real quick, let's go around the table and tell the people where they can find us. What the hell? Um, oh, I'm muting. Um, yeah, take those deep breaths. I got you. B. Zelda? What's up? You can find me on Twitter. Is that B underscore Zelda? I will be in a state of shock, um, you know, trying to absorb all of this information. But really, really deep down content that, like, Ulez solved one of their first, like, mysteries like in this new season. So that was a really good feeling. Um, I'm a podcaster. I stream sometimes. I also write things. Follow me and share this feeling of what the heck. Sam Delev. I don't need to sign off. I'm fine. <laughs> Caitlin Bruder. Follow me on Twitter. The, all the updates will be there. <laughs> Omar Najam. At 13days13shorts.com. I'm going to go um, for a, I'm going to go outside. <laughs> I'm going to get some fresh air for a little bit, for a couple of years. I'll be back. Um, I'm Rick Bud. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at rbud913, or you can follow the show at Powerplay RPG. First thing I want to do is I want to throw out big thanks to the amazing, the incredible, the uh, totally unparalleled in this universe, Gina DeVivo, who created the Compass Rose pendant for me. Yay! That is a Gina DeVivo original, Omar. Oh, you have to post photos. That's so cool. I love you, Gina. Thank you. We all love you, Gina. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, I guess if no one else is going to plug anything. Uh, if, 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 you, if you are not sick to death of me already for this week, you can catch me Friday night with the good people over at Ramblemancy, um, where we will be apparently talking about RPGs and content creation or just whatever comes up. You know, you, you can never really tell there. So I, the I'm rules actually are really special, excited. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm super excited about that. Friday night uh, on Ramble Manji over on uh, Rule War. Um, and uh, yeah, that is it. Thank you so much, everybody. Um, and thank you so much to everyone who supported. Um, and uh, on that, the theater goes dark. And we are in the Badenbrook neighborhood of Riften in the present day. Um, we are right outside a cozy-looking restaurant called A Taste of Astrovia. In the parking lot right out front, there are two people, a man and a woman, and they're trying to fix a pickup truck. And the woman, I'll say she's played by Emma Stone, is dressed casually in a sundress, and she is sitting behind the wheel. And the man, I'll say he's John David Washington, or played by John David Washington. Uh, he's also very casual, jeans and a T-shirt. And he's got his head under the hood, and he is fiddling around with the engine. And uh, he goes, uh, try it now. And she cranks the engine and it doesn't turn over. And he's like, damn it, are, are you giving it gas? And she's like, yes, I'm giving it gas, like you said. He's like, damn it. He goes back to work on the engine. And uh, the door of the restaurant opens and out walks Daniel Sizik, the director of the National Bureau of Antiquities of the People's Republic of Astrovia, um, played by Dominal Gleason. And uh, he starts to walk towards the sidewalk when the woman in the pickup truck shouts at him, Hey, mister, your name Sizik? And he stops 
And he turns around and he looks the two of them over and he sort of hesitantly says, yes, and you are? And she says, I'm here to kill you. And on that, both her and the man by the engine pull out the semi-automatic guns and they just unload on Daniel Sizik, shooting over and over till he falls to the ground. And neither one stops until their clips are entirely empty. Finally, the firing stops and Sizik's bullet-written body just lays on the pavement in a pool of blood. And the woman hops out of the truck, pulls out a cell phone and dials. And after a moment, she says, sir, it's done. He's dead. What do you want us to do now? And on that, we will see you next week. Thanks for playing with us. Hey, everyone, it's Caitlin. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes or whatever podcast app you use. Your review helps other fans find the show, which really helps us out, too. And if you're looking for other ways to support PowerPlay, follow us on Twitter at PowerPlayRPG for news about merchandise, giveaways, and everything else we do.